0: go. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 105 the season finale of Purple Hyacinth Drum roll! and today we're here with Bundan Fu and Emma. Hello.
1: I was not ready. Yeah So like
0: were. I didn't even realize it was the season
2: finale until I scrolled up to the bottom because like I read on my phone and the like title wasn't like moving across so like when I like scroll down and like you know at the very bottom it's like see you in season three I like I, like just stopped pro- processing and it's just like you know like that meme of the cat right with like the loading screen that was me like just
1: oh no you know I I just kind of because I don't fast pass usually but I've everybody here knows I always said when the finale comes out I will fast pass to get to it and um I finished 101 and I was just in shock because of everything that happened there. And then I always clicked to look at the fast passes to kind of be like, oh, what's happening with like the thumbnails. And then I kind of saw a bit of the title for this last, this most recent episode. And I was like, no. And then I clicked it. It was like season finale. I was like, oh,
3: they just dropped this on us with no warning. No yeah, warning. I think that, as uh, had said, like, she was planning on doing mid-season finale. I think that things got so like caught up, like, because as someone who watches the streams, like, often, she was falling far behind, especially because how complex these panels are. So I think that season finale was not something that they were planning on doing, but it Mm -hmm. happened pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually very much like the, the fact that it's the finale because I felt that things were getting very, very exciting, and I thought the amount of drama that we had was perfect for a season finale.
1: I agree. I feel like it was like it's kind of a cruel place to end in some ways, but also Mm -hmm. plot armor in your brain and just being like, no, nobody's going to die. Everything's going to be fine in the end.
0: So I am 100% on on board with that. I don't think anyone is going to (laughs) die.
2: Yeah. I was hoping, I was really hoping that like soap would take a hiatus because like when we were like a couple months ago when we thought it was, there was going to be like a mid season coming up. knew that there was going to be a hiatus but apparently it was only going to be for like three weeks and we were like uh so she should definitely be resting for way more than that and you know like because uh she ran out of buffer episodes because again as i said these episodes are really intricate um yeah it's good that she's now able to take time off and build buffer so Mm -hmm. yes so break is very good
4: Mm
2: -hmm. and yeah like i'm not sure like, right now, still, I'm not sure how I feel about this being the season two finale. And funding kind of knows this. I would have much preferred it as, like, a se- as the midseason, right? Because I just think that, like, you know, as a season that it, I think there's some unfinished business that, season two was supposed to cover that there's gonna cover in season three for me I would have preferred it all in one season but that's just my personal preference and that's something that you would want to say for a season review which I'm not prepared
3: for I mean I think that the way they had stuff planned out for like information wise per season if that makes sense like I think they had planned to release certain information during season two that Mm -hmm. you know they didn't end up doing which means that that'll probably be pushed to season three and season three stuff maybe push to season four possibly I, yeah. is there going to be a season four
1: though i always heard that it was I mean, going to be
3: about three i mean seasons, probably with where this because, is going because it was said that season two is supposed to be longer than season one mm-hmm. because this is supposed to be mid-season finale which means it'd be probably double what we have for season two already plus season three and if, if they had to cut season two in half, it makes sense that there'd be fourth season. Yeah,
2: or a longer season three. F yeah. has always, uh, F said last year that there would always be a season three. And I remember this one message of hers. I can't find it though, but she was saying how um, it could be anywhere from three to five seasons. Mm-hmm. So, but three was, at that time, three was the most likely probably because, you know, longer season two. So I would place my money on a season four.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not necessarily worried about like, I mean, obviously like we kind of see seasons as like their own individual packages, right? Like books in a novel, in like a series, right? So like, obviously it should have like structure and like kind of have its own internal conclusions, right? But I feel like with webtoon, it's kind of like you can hop in at any time and then you won't even notice the the breakup between seasons if that makes sense. Because I've read a lot of webtoons that are like, several hundred episodes in already and I don't pay attention to like seasons and stuff so I know that in the end it won't be as disjointed feeling probably Mm -hmm. but at the same time I do understand like now obviously it's like we have one and we have two and there's like categorization and stuff but like I know that that it won't really hinder the the actual like full story in any way it's just like we want more
0: (laughs) I don't care how it's split up, honestly. I mean,
1: mean like, like honestly, I just want maybe, the story
0: yeah. to be to be good. Doesn't matter yeah. to me how it's split up.
2: Yeah. Well, alright. What? Oh, sorry, I was gonna say that. Like, usually, when I'm reading other webtoons, that like, you know, when they already have a bunch of episodes. as I was saying, the only time I'll realize that a season has passed is if there's like a Q and A or a recap, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, was there yeah, a hiatus yeah, just... here? <laughs>
1: I was like, mm-hmm. you read the and you're like, oh, these poor people had to wait between this. Yeah. And then you just click to the next one immediately. Like, <laughs> I don't have to do that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yep, just like you did.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so shall we get started? Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, we open up with the suspenseful time, nine minutes, 44 seconds and 43 milliseconds left to the time bomb. They are trapped in the basement. Lorian has this look of utter panic on her face, wide, wide, wide eyes. And we see, you know, she's huffing and she looks down on the floor and the blood of the phantom scythe member that, oh, we should, okay, a little bit of trigger warning for this. The blood of the scythe member that just shot himself is spreading on the floor. And, you know, it's a very visceral way of showing, like they, they're not focusing on his face again, like we saw last episode. So it's not completely gory, but it's still extremely emotionally impactful to see him you know his his life's blood just flowing out Mm -hmm. it's very vivid and we also see like even though we're actually looking at Lauren the panels are still blurry around the edges so I think it's just to give you an idea of how Lauren you know has been blacking out and you know has her vision has been blurring around the edges already for a while because of her blood loss and she looks and she sees Kieran slamming himself against the door, right? Trying to open it. And she looks again and she's looking around at all the, the whole basement. She thinks this much nicer glycerin and it's all the crates. And now she pictures her friends, Will and Kim, we see them on the floor and she basically pictures them dead of an explosion. And it's just awful. You really see right away. Her mind goes to, you know, you could tell that she has the trauma with the ATST that this is where she goes to first.
1: You want to note something that I noticed as well. I don't know if this is an an intentional thing, but the only other time we've seen her picture, like her friend's dead, is the season one, season two premiere, when Mm -hmm. Kieran shows up in the office, and she's picturing them dead on the floor, which kind of just shows her always kind of considering the people around her, as the most precious thing to her and anything that jeopardizes it, she is incredibly afraid of losing the people around her. And so her, like, seeing all of these bombs, she's not even thinking about her dying. She's mm-hmm. thinking about her friends outside. And I just, it's it's such a clear, like, through line of her character. to like, just have this kind of parallel of thinking from the premiere to this finale. I just really enjoyed that visual, like similarity
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I was I was gonna mention that but when didn't beat me to (laughs) it It it's the it was the first thing I noticed like in these first few sequences except like okay first I noticed Kieran slamming his door because I have a funny story about that but then secondly I noticed uh you know the dead bodies or of Kim and Will and I was like oh shit this is like this is like premiere stuff this is like a callback to that however you know this time of course it's not Kieran the one who killed them, it's, you know, the factory. And I think, uh, I think, like, the, part of the reason that Lauren does imagine these things is because it, it, she partly does blame it on herself. Like, you know, yeah. she helped create Loon, which is what ended up Kieran in the office. So if he ended up killing, you know, her co-workers and her friends, she would have been part of the catalyst for that. Mm-hmm. And then here, it's like, she's the one who... Co- she's the one who like said that they needed to call in the police right so
0: that's ironic because she she called the police because she wanted to save lives and you know it might be that she you know would have saved a larger amount of lives but have you know killed her friends that wouldn't be emotionally better for her you know (laughs) like there was (laughs) not something that she would like
2: kind of hard to tell right because like you know had the bomb gone off right the police might have been able to evacuate some amount of people but I don't know how many they could get because like the 11th precinct is a residential area with you know a lot of people living in it so if they had to evacuate an entire neighborhood in 10 minutes in the middle of the night while people are sleeping like I don't know how many how successful they're going to be with that but like
1: well, I mean, there have been a lot of explosions and stuff coming from the area as well. So if the police mm-hmm. say, um, yeah, you might want to go. I feel like people know the history of the city with bombs. So they might be <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to head out.
2: Yeah, so. I mean, that's true. But like, I mean, yeah, I kind of see that because like, you know, she called in the police. and There was a bunch of shooting, right? And a bunch of police people died. And then a
1: bunch of fossils of nitroglycerin getting heated.
2: Yeah, there's just, I mean, there's no way to tell, right? Had she called in the police, had she not, like... Because then if she hadn't called in the police, you know, the PS might have killed them. Or, apostle. technically not the PS, more like Apostle Seven minions. They would have killed them, probably. And then that nitroglycerin would have gone on to hurt more people that the police probably wouldn't have been aware of. So, like, you know, it's kind of like a very what-if
0: scenario. I just realized that the Phantom Scythe must have, um, you know, I don't know, jerry-rigged is the right word, but contrived that time bomb really at the last minute because they weren't planning on blowing that up so did they just have like a time bomb lying around and activated it or they're like oh quick, quick, bring one through the tunnels you know all hope is lost Like, like we've been discovered let's just blow it up
2: I mean yeah it's I saw it as like you know a desperate attempt right because you know the people there who were in charge of that they must have seen it or like they must have seen what was going on as like so perilous I guess that like you know there was no way of them winning they couldn't let the police get evidence right so they just blow it up even though they have other plans they'll just have to figure that out later because right now uh, what's happening in the moment is more important than any future plans
0: Mm -hmm. right yeah this way they get to kill some people you know like they don't get to kill people in their location that they wanted to but at least they get to do something
1: and the nitrate doesn't get seized as well right Right. so they they Mm -hmm. might as well use the bomb might it's not where they wanted it but hey it's already
3: there might as well which
2: is yeah, send some type of message right take everyone to hell while you can
3: I mean in a way it's kind of pointing out that like even when they are in a super tight situation they're still able to in the even if it's not the place that they were aiming for in the end they were still able to do it Mm -hmm. which you know is a kind of still powerful message like hey we can still you know even when it's just us against everyone else and we are in extreme danger we can still do this yeah i mean like
2: a lot of these people joined the ps for a reason whether it be you know out of terrorism or out of like the idealism of the ps like in their minds so like you know these people are serious about what they're doing and it yeah, kind of speaks to the issue that of whatever they joined for. Mm. Yeah. Huh. So should anyways, say the funny story about the oh, the, door. Okay. the door. Now I'm so, curious, what could be funny about the door? <laughs> it's it was about like this conversation I was having, you can like, it, there's a screenshot of it somewhere. Um, I guess, wait, you should. Read uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It okay, I know what you're that. talking about. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, so she's huffing, huffing, and again, we see the blood again, and it's going in and out of focus. And she gets up, she's against, Kieran is slamming um, against the door, and she goes towards the time bomb, and she's looking at it very desperately. Now it's nine minutes and 32 seconds, and she's fiddling around with the wires, her fingers are trembling, and she's obviously trying to figure out what to do with it. Kieran you know, slams against the door and says, damn it, did they happen to teach you how to defuse bombs in the police academy? And this is, by the way, his expression here, it's one of the few times that I recall at least seeing him unnerved. Usually he's so just like sarcastic and blase. And here he's actually panicking. Do you guys remember him having this kind of expression before? Like
1: Like three episodes ago. (laughs) But but that's like, you know, same, this is the same, he's in the same mind state as that. I mean, obviously it's heightened now, but like um, him being really unnerved, like or scared or anything like that, but desperate.
2: No, on slow, on slow interrogation.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, right. I mean, that kind of feels like that's him more being like taken I mean, back, he, but he's yeah, not like. I mean,
2: he was like, like afterwards, sort of like he. This time, he's not really angry at her. He's more like just really stressed. But like then, he was also pretty stressed too. So that's what reminded reminded me, reminded yeah. me
4: of. You
1: yeah, know the expression like the had, facial expressions yeah. in this arc and in this episode. Mm-hmm. Are top notch. Like some of the best in the series, I would argue, just from the emotion that they can impart. Like you can see just how desperate he is being like, did they teach you how to do anything with like with this?
0: Yeah.
2: I I mean at least he isn't taking it out on Lauren
1: anymore.
0: Well, that's not her fault. <laughs> She's not the one. Yeah. It's not
1: that I think Lauren a... is more upset with herself than him, but that's in a bit. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I mean, he, like, yeah. like, he's not even upset at her, but she's upset at herself.
2: Going back to the, to the, you know, blood pooling, even though we don't really see the body, I think it's, like, probably one of the few times that, like, someone, like, just physically, like, has died in front of her, right? Mm-hmm. In front of Lauren. Because if you, like, go back to season one, right, and there's that moment on the rooftop where Kieran kills someone to protect her, right? And she's a bit shaken there, and you can see that, but, like, you know, this person, that person was about to kill her, this person didn't, wasn't about to kill her in that moment, even though they set off that bomb. Um, Like Their intention wasn't to kill her right there, and because of her, they ended up taking their own life, right, because they blocked the exit, so they weren't able to leave in time. I think, like she might end up blaming that on herself, right? It's kind of like, I wouldn't, right? Because, you know, she, the, she had no way of knowing, but like, you know, she might like, if, you know, if we had come, like if we had come just a few seconds later, that person might've been alive right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with you. I think that, I think any normal person, you know, even if they know logically it's not their fault and mm-hmm. that they're not to blame, it's hugely powerful to see somebody kill themselves in front of you. And for sure, like that, Lawrence for sure going to have that reasoning where it's like, "Oh, I'm I'm the one who caused it," because she, you know, takes unreasonable blame upon herself already, which we know. So, yeah, I, I imagine even if Sofaneth don't focus on it, because there's going to be a lot of other stuff to focus on in the future episodes, it definitely has a traumatic, traumatizing effect for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, she's like, I'm trying to see if it's possible to remove the timer from the bomb, but I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, knowledge is too limited. We can't risk cutting any of these wires. And her hand is dripping blood. You see her like fiddling with her collar and it's just dripping. So it's, her wound is really getting serious, you know, showing how much blood is dripping down. And she says the wrong one could trigger the explosion. We need the bomb squad, but we lost that damn walkie-talkie. And, you yeah. know, she's just Rubbing her face, and now she's tapping. I think she's tapping the suitcase that the bomb is in, or something. Yeah,
2: that
0: yeah, looks like a little. Yeah,
2: it looks like a screw uh,
0: at the bottom there, like you know, of the suitcase. So yeah, she's very agitated. She's like, oh, like that. Yeah. yeah, I kind of I very much related to that because I um, I'm a little fidgety. I'm always like shaking something, like shaking my foot or tapping something. So I very much related to that nervous gesture. I do it even Same. when I'm not nervous.
1: As someone but, with ADD, the nervous tics are real. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I remember all, all the way back in sixth grade, my teacher uh, noticed I was always kick swinging my feet under the desk. Mm-hmm. And um, she actually called me into the school psychologist for that. And, teach, and I was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I just like doing it. And I still do. Like, it's just, I don't know, always have to be doing something. <laughs> I, was, I was very confused. Like, why is this a, require a psychological evaluation? <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway sorry to bring some levity to this very serious situation so now she says what if we pile all the nitro crates in a corner and throw a nitro bottle at the door the door isn't a structural requirement so it should be able to hold and kieran's like that's creative which i happen to love that he affirms her idea and like (laughs) compliments her yes i did notice that i'm like that's that's a wonderful trait to do you know it's like it's relationship 101 validation complimenting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i just find the loki moment here <laughs> and a loki
1: loki moment
0: yeah look oh sorry i meant
1: yeah i know but loki. it's a funny
2: funny yeah. I'm, I'm done with loki ships for you know the oh. next year
1: <laughs> i need to watch that show still
2: but yeah and i hated it <laughs> but yeah just, mm. let's keep it to loki no no loki's here I
1: never
0: no thought I would say I mean oh, you that, that in my okay. life. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's so like, that's creative, but hell knows whales well in this room could collapse and the shockwave might blow the rest of the bottles. We don't have the time or space to move everything far enough to avoid that. And Okay. Yeah. yeah. And here you so, go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like this was a couple hours or I don't know, several hours before the update. It was like we're I I was actually being active for once, and I and I was talking to two of my friends called Ella and Lena. I'm pretty sure I brought them up on podcast before, and um, at some point, Lena said like, "Oh, what if Karen just slams himself against the door?" and we were like, and then Ella was like, "Okay, but what if you know they threw a nitro bottle at it?" and I was like, "That wouldn't make any sense because like you know, it's so." close in proximity to that you know that they would blow up the rest of it and we basically had the same conversation that they're having here <laughs> and it was like it was really funny when we read it and we we're like oh hell.
1: It's, it just shows again like they're thinking through all the possibilities it's the, the same through line of logic that you guys had it's like they they had you know it's like what are our options so it's good it's good writing to finish <laughs> it out right like like, okay, we could try to blow the door open. We can try to kick the door open, like I don't just it's good. And that's fun. I love when shit like that happens.
2: It was, it was yeah, it's really funny.
3: We are so in love with this that we started to think like the characters. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But Emma, the thing is is that like for the last year, Ella and I have been doing like matching profile picks, and usually when we do walkie profile picks. Uh, she's Karen and I'm Lauren. But this time, it ended up that I was thinking like Karen and she was thinking like Lauren, and we we're like, "Man, have we been messing this up for the last year?" Like, it's
0: funny. but is there a reason you're still like your profile names are still switched on Discord? Uh, people are still confusing
2: us, so we keep them because it's funny and we like to troll people.
1: I came on BC very dazed and confused and it took me probably half an hour to realize that they were switched but also I was on my phone I was not looking at who was talking right but then sometimes I'd check and I'd be like oh huh, Alice talking a lot more lately huh
2: <laughs> you mean, know there's good reason to have them still to have her name switch.
0: <laughs> Every time that I post on like in vids and edits, I post like the the older episodes i are catching up on, and mm-hmm. I tag you. I always, you know, it has your name, but then I always write "foo" in parentheses because I'm like, people are gonna get confused. So I'm like, okay, this is foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lauren just like slams her head into her um hand. It's like you're right. Fuck. 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 And she's. Oh, highly, highly, highly agitated. And, you know, we get a close-up of her mouth, like clenched and, and trembling. And she's like, we need the time, but bomb squad. And once again, she looks at the at the timer and it's eight minutes, 23 seconds. And she frowns and then she just gets up and she's like, if we can't diffuse the bomb, we need to at least try to get it as far as possible from the basement. And again, you know, thinking on her feet, we still have eight minutes left and you see her tying up her, her wound with, well, not tying, but like reinforcing a band-aid with her thumb uh, uh, sorry her, her teeth and you know this very very determined look on her face and obviously this is something that we all love about lauren lauren's action oriented lauren determined lauren is very heroic in these moments you know and that's uh, you know we love our strong lead
2: i love this panel of her like it's it's very brutal right like you can see the blood right and then you can see the like you know she looks very tired there's a lot of lines around her face but you know it's so dynamic and you can see like the determination in her and it's like maybe my new favorite Lauren panel or a favorite Lauren panel like she looks amazing like you know just the emotion of it so good
3: you can just yeah. you can see so much about her character in this panel because like even showing us if you if you showed this to someone who's never read an episode of Purple Highs in their life, I'm sure that they could get so much out of Lauren in this panel because you can see that she is visibly injured. There is blood going down her arm, but she's still, you know, still thinking and figuring stuff out. And you can see how, like, tired she is. Like, she's probably been awake for, you know, over a day at this point. Like, it's probably been over a day since she slept. And you can just see how determined she is still even though she's I'm sure exhausted and in pain and you can just see how much she's willing to push through for it
1: yeah one thing I one thing I will say is that like the facial expressions none of the characters look beautiful in the conventional sense but like conventional sense but the the emotion how visceral it is right it's like you can see just how exhausted they are how tired they are it's like this panel of Lauren just shows like her determination but also how tired she is but also she's not gonna um go down quietly she's gonna mm-hmm. fight until the end and it's just it's perfect all of these facial expressions are so good I just love it
2: I was mm-hmm. gonna say like if we're looking on the positives here you know with this episode Technically, the explosion at the end kind of did give Lauren an excuse to close her eyes, so like, <laughs> she's sleeping—not for good reasons, but she's probably gonna be unconscious.
3: Like <laughs> the time when Sandman knocked knocked her out, she finally got to sleep. Was it the healthiest way to get her to sleep? No, but she was asleep.
1: Now we need to get Work. her to eat.
2: Yeah, bare minimum here. Okay, we're working with the bare minimum. <laughs>
0: So personal anecdote, um, like three years ago, so I was working, um, I was wor- like working tons of jobs. I was like, and I had a regular job and then I had an evening job and I think I can't, yeah, wasn't I? I was in school already at the time. So basically, and then I did Uber on weekends. So basically I never, ever, ever, ever slept. I was like always, I was busy and I sleep deprived. And then I donated my kidney, then oh, I was wow. out and then I stopped working for oh. two weeks. So I was like, well, you know, it took me to donate my kidney to get me to like, stop <laughs> and then I was like I have rest time now <laughs> oh,
1: wow yeah. that's a that's a lot to have to go with your man it's, it's, it was amazing cool, cool, cool. one of the highlights of my life
0: uh together with the birth of my children donating the kidney was one of the most amazing feelings and experiences so yeah oh, highly good. recommend it it's an amazing feeling to save someone's life yeah
1: <laughs> sorry room so, just wants it but she's good. <laughs>
0: So anyway, Lauren says, I'll break this door down, even if it breaks me. Yes, and she joins Kieran at the door and gives him this again, super determined face. And this is the face again of we, you know, when people are are put to the to the limit and push their limit, you have, you know, this is like the more the most serious, it's one of the most serious faces we've ever seen Lauren make because they're facing life or death. And you know, Lauren. Right? She said the it breaks me. Like she's starting to contemplate. You know, maybe not getting out, but um, she just wants to try to get out and just to see what people, how they react when they get to these crucial moments. I mean, it's it's serious, and you know that's reflected, like you said, in their facial expressions. And she's like, on the count of three: one, two, and then simultaneously they slam against the door, bang. They keep banging. Time is whittling down seven minutes and 52 seconds, seven minutes and 51 seconds, and bang, bang, bang. And now we switch to outside of the building and we hear the radio talk. We don't know how much time we have. All units repeat. Our priority is to evacuate the surrounding civilians. And we hear the shh of the radio. And we have some bombs, some APD people um, carrying supporting Kim. And one member says group D and bomb squad stay behind and try to get down to the basement. Right. So they are still trying to defuse the bomb and go down there. So they're right outside the building and Kim says, and it's raining by the way, all dramatic moments have to be accompanied by rain. I'm very happy. They stuck to this dramatic rule.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's a storm, right? Like from the very beginning, right? You know, when I, When I read this, I was like, wait, Kim's still on the roof. Like I thought she was down by William last, like in the last episode, because you know, like both on the rain looking at their walkie-talkie. it was like, oh, uh, Kim made it back to Will. Uh, I wish we could have seen the reunion, but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, then and, I, I know, but then like I saw wolf this wolf. and I was like, oh,
1: never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's the tropes, man. I know. Knowing I know. when to use your tropes. I say it <laughs> always. I I love it I love these tropes together with like notebook type
0: tropes where like the lovers separated have their angstiest moment in the rain and then they kiss totally fine I don't care how many
1: times it's done I like it my guilty pleasure movie shut up (laughs) it's fine I think
0: Nicholas Sparks writes the same exact novel every single time and I still cry when I read not all of them but when I read some of them I still cry like a baby so yeah (laughs) even though it's literally the same plot in every single one <laughs> um and she's like did randall and hawks get out and this fellow was like yes but hawks insisted on waiting on the, by the car for you we're the last ones out
3: couldn't let him back in but he refused to leave you behind i screamed when i tell you <sighs> that i screamed i had to take a break because i i could not function <sighs> Kim's face at that, just, I love it. Because I think that she's finally realizing how much her friends, like, care about her as well. Like, she's put so much energy and love into her friends and into Will and into Lauren, but I don't think that she understands how much that they actually return that.
1: Yeah, between um what happened in 103 and then this now, I think she's just like, wow, they're really, like, there for me. Like, they won't let me they won't leave me behind. They won't leave me to die or leave me in a bad situation. They'll always try to help me out, which I love. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and it, I do like movie. this because like from earlier in the factory arc, it kind of seemed like Kim lost faith in Lauren, right? You know,
4: mm-hmm.
2: with how she got like uh, really mad at her for the loon of her in I think 98 or 99 when they were chasing her after the after the attempted arrest. And so like, you know, after 103 and, and she got that reunion with Lauren, I think Kim's realizing that like, despite everything that has happened tonight, like, you know, there are people still there for her.
0: Yeah, I love it. And you know, Fu, you said often that Kim has maybe, is un- underappreciated in many ways. And this is a moment where, you know, I think it's maybe validation for her that she's not just a side character, you know, in other people's
3: lives. She's the focal point of her friends' lives as well. It makes me really happy that she's getting such a big part in this arc. Like she's been a very, very important part in this arc with the whole, you know, attempted arrest and even just like showing her and Lauren's relationship. Like she's been such a big part finally and like not saying that she didn't get attention before but in this one like in this arc they really point out that yeah she's a main character Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: I'm I'm always in awe like I think a lot about storytelling because I want to write and I'm actually starting to write now which is finally happy I'm actually writing but I often think like how about how many characters are in this story and how they all have their own fleshed out little you know mini story going on and I'm just so amazed by how they managed to put everyone, so many different personalities with distinct problems and, and characters, and I'm just very impressed. So she has this very little, cute little smile on her face. She's like, ah, and he calls me an idiot. So that's she so, so remembers.
3: She remembered that one time at the bar. Like <laughs> I she thought that drunk. she was I, <laughs> drunk. I, I, I figured that she was too drunk to remember anything, but she remembered it all. Aww. pretty sure she remembered it all let's hope she that has the
0: so kinetic memory of being nestled against will's chest <laughs> memory of
1: lucas taking <laughs> compromising pictures of her by and,
0: compromising
1: well not compromising but just like blackmail blackmail for her friends lauren bought some i'm pretty sure will probably bought some too who knows but is it is it blackmail if you are ashamed of your behavior well, it's 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 like, you know, it's just, like, funny things that you can hold over your friend's heads. Like, I don't know about you guys, but my friends have a lot of just really ugly pictures of me. At times that I, I'm just like, oh, wow, you got a picture of that, didn't you? Wow, that's nice. But like, I, I love it, but I'm still kind of like, you cannot show this to anybody beyond this circle of people. I hope you know, you know?
3: <laughs>
1: it's, 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 it's all in good fun, I think. But,
3: yeah, it's not like... I think that, yeah. I think that Kim, like, genuinely would not be embarrassed by it. Like she i i don't think that like i think that she would be fine with it will on the other hand would probably be super embarrassed but kim i think would just own it
2: Mm -hmm. yeah kim would totally own it like she's she's so happy about it like she's like i'm gonna frame this and show this to my grandkids like that's what she would do with those yeah but then like you know if will's if they have the same grandkids (laughs) because you know Mm -hmm. they're married then like he's gonna be like i am never showing these to my grandkids
1: <laughs> yes 100 point
2: please loki okay loki about this panel where she's like huh and he calls me an idiot it makes me wonder like does she think that like does she think like staying behind for someone like her is dumb right and like does she think that she's not worth staying behind mm-hmm. for
0: Oh, that's, that's a pretty negative view of this.
2: I mean, I know, but I'm just like, Kim, are
0: but there think,
2: issues here that you want to
0: touch on? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I guess there's, there might be something to what you're saying, but I don't know if it's conscious, that's for sure. It, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not, I understand where you're coming from. I think it's just more she's, like, thing, the generalized, like, okay, we're literally in a building with a bomb that's about to explode, mm-hmm. and, like, he stayed behind for me, like, what a moron, like, because she understands, right, that he does it because yeah.
2: she cares. That's, yeah, there's that, but like, you know, something, she's worth that much for someone to stay behind, right, you know, there's this happening,
0: and yet they're staying behind for her, so. Yeah, I, I hear and then, like, we have the panels are literally almost exactly the same. It's kind of like spot the difference. But then you right away see just the tilt of her mouth. The next panel is already, you know, serious and kind of wry. And she thinks to herself, I wonder if Loon made it out. And she closes her eyes and she furrows her brows. She's like, Lauren, please, please tell me you ran like I told you. This like- just
3: proves that she, you know, if she ever had a doubt, like she knows, I think that she's finally just accepted that yeah lauren is part of Luna, but i think that i think that kim i mean you know she'll be upset but i don't think that she will mind as much because i'm sure that she can see why you know they're doing it and i'm sure i'm not i don't think that she will ever be fully over it but i think that she will probably come to accept it like she has now she's already accepted that lauren's part of it and I think that hopefully soon she'll forgive her for it yeah I if she hasn't already, if she's you know, already. I
1: have mean, be, I've been wondering this myself though I might actually I'm gonna put a pin in this because this I think is a more of a, a later thing but it's more li- relating to Loon and the perception of Loon but that I'll save that for later that, so let's just try to get through it
0: okay <laughs> yeah and now we return back to the basement and where the timer is down to five minutes and 43 seconds and they're still banging against the door and, you know, being Lauren's hat is off at this time. I, I don't understand how Kieran's hat is on and honestly how both of their hats were on for so much. Painless. I wear hats a lot, like not these kind of hats, but I wear like hat hats like they would do. And it does not stay on if I'm like running around with <laughs> them like a tape. He Anyways. pins it
1: into his hair. Like one of those, like if you ever seen like those old hat pins that ladies used to wear. I feel yeah. like he puts one through his little man bun
3: and like <laughs> he is not gonna to- be caught dead running over about- the roofs with this with his hat falling off. Like he will yeah. knowing him, he will have pinned it down. Man,
2: yeah. I like <laughs> button's like logical and she's like yeah, he pinned it down, right? You know, in the man butt, and I'm just like, he duct taped it to his head, like inside, <laughs> right? You know, when you kind of like fold it, like on the inside of the hat mm-hmm. and then on the top of his head. It's just duct
1: <laughs> and Have you ever seen Matilda? You know, when she super moves her dad's hat, hat to his head in the beginning of the movie? Yes. 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 Danny yes. <laughs> DeVito gets his hat super glued
0: <laughs> to his head. Oh, we my god compare
1: Kieran to
0: Danny DeVito I'm
1: sorry I just, that will not
0: stand I don't want those two images associated with each other no offense
2: man to Mindy <laughs> you have not seen the ph memes I made with Danny DeVito's. and I, I don't
1: want to Thank do you. not traumatize Mindy
0: yes Kieran must remain as studly as he is now in my mind <laughs> so anyway I don't know why how we came up with someone he's to laugh about in this episode I really am surprised but okay it's
3: it's, it's coping know yeah, yeah this is coping.
0: coping
2: this is how we deal with the reality of what's going on we denial don't.
3: we just make memes out of it yeah and pretend that the actual thing never happened
1: Gener- it's a generational coping mechanism and- it,
3: it really is by the way i do things so. i've noticed in
0: um, i think it's also particularly american um yeah anyway that's just a little bit of my observation and now that I've been in Europe for four weeks, but now I'm, I do think it's a particularly young American thing to like avoid serious topics. But anyway, uh, getting back to this. <laughs> so we have Lauren stumbling and her vision is again blurring out. And Kieran says it's pointless. And he lo- they, they both look terrible. He's sweating. We have marks on his face. Lauren is also sweating. She's like, one eye is half open one eye is half closed it's closed like they're just they're whew, they look awful and
3: she's I mean, you know, as and they would, being shot twice like mm-hmm. i'm surprised that they're still even going yeah
1: the amount of ad- adrenaline that is flowing through their systems that is keeping both of these people on their feet mm-hmm. i don't think kieran's been shot but he is still like badly bruised and beaten up and has a few more injuries now like to but he's like on his like he's like running on fumes at this point lauren got shot like it's not been a good day they are i don't understand how they are conscious or standing but that just shows strength of like determination and will mm-hmm. and a, he- a heck ton of adrenaline that's like helping out
4: mm-hmm.
0: yep and lauren you know the one final bang and just tries again and then she has uh the most! I think I did see this expression while while she was screaming it, and wow, it's she's like "fuck," and it's just like this desperate, agonized, sad, horrified expression of like "oh my god, we
3: can't." I get think out. that this is when she realizes, like, yeah, we can't get out this way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the moment where she accepts that she's gonna die here where
0: well, she starts thinking about it i don't yeah. know about acceptance or, but yeah. where she yeah i
2: mean she was where, thinking about it earlier too though like you know when she right. first found the bomb she had that she had that one moment where she of determination right where she's mm-hmm. like we're gonna get out of this but you know after this she's like okay we we're might not. not be getting out of this <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and oh, sorry
2: you go. oh sorry i was gonna say loki i think this episode I don't keep track of these things i know some people do but like this episode might have put lauren in the lead for most
1: f-bombs like. i'm i need to update my tallies because there are a lot more got added in these fast past episodes so oh i need to update yeah. my like, tallies i, I, I will be maintaining in the, it
3: this
2: episode <laughs>
1: are like these
3: episodes yeah Damn.
1: <laughs> kim, kim went from zero to like the lead in that one episode i was <laughs> i didn't maintain my talent because i'm obviously involved and i was like oh my god Kim is now in the lead when I read that thought even though that was not supposed to be the immediate reaction but yeah. I will get back to you guys on the tally I need to go through this season again and retally everything but Will is back in last oh I think he's tied with Kieran for last I do I that love that you're name. tracking
0: it that is hilarious
1: no, I, it's will, my like... favorite word in a bad way I say it far too often I was talking about this with some of my classmates today and it's just like yeah I just I'm I don't know, something that's so relatable about seeing them use the same language that I would, but obviously they use it during very serious times usually, usually. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, oh, to... I my
0: spoon. You know, well, no,
1: because <laughs> the only other time, this one time where it was like, Lady A makes a cameo again, I think Will says it, or Kim yeah. says it, yeah. I think it was Will. And it's just Will like, but yeah, most of these, all of these other ones are just like anguish, and it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's it hits hard so like good use of your good use of your f-bombs you're not you're not overusing them and they feel impactful like this is just mm-hmm. her being like you can almost hear her saying it with her facial expression she's like <laughs> like it's like a wheeze or like a whimper almost just from mm. the facial alone I love it but I also hate it and it makes me sad
0: hmm yep and her blood is just dripping on the floor. I mean, that's how serious her wound is. And Kiran looks at her and again, he fades out. Like she's really blacking out. And she slides against the door, you know, just leans her head there, sighs. And says, you know, they they slide down and she's like, looks like we're going to die. At least we alerted the EPD. And, you know, she looks absolutely terrible. She's speaking from half slitted eyes and they're both leaning against the door, like completely wiped out, and Kieran also slides down, and he says, hopefully everyone is far enough when this thing goes off, and Lauren says they have to be, and I don't remember who it was that pointed out, but somebody on Discord pointed out that, you know, Kieran is letting slip his concern for humanity here, like he's not putting on the front of like, oh, I don't care, I'm just going to kill people, and I don't know, it's so much fun, and he's he's like, no, this is, he's being real, he's like, I hope everyone is far away, because he this is his real character is he doesn't want people to die
1: something i I noticed he he does not lie basically Mm. this entire arc i don't think there are any lies we hear from any of the main characters other than like when kim was about to arrest lauren i don't think from that point on there have been any lies from the characters they're too Mm. exhausted it's too much of a real situation that they're dealing with he can't be putting on a front he's too exhausted and he recognizes the gravity of the situation so it's like I'm glad that he's being real because we've seen he cares about the people. He cares about Kim and Will and, and Lucas and all of that, right? So he's being genuine in what he might be thinking is his last moments. And it's just, I know it's like almost a cliche, but people almost like when they know they have nothing else to do, nothing to lose. And they, it's like, they might be di- about to die or whatever. It's just kind of like, what's the point of hiding behind a mask, hiding behind a persona? Like, but also, I think it's, that's more of a subconscious thing. I don't think he, he even realizes that he's yeah. doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is just him being himself. Just oh, love it. To be.
0: I'm sorry that it took this to get to the situation, but I'm happy that Kieran is finally being himself, really. I mean, everything that happens next is just to me candy for my soul, or I don't know, I should say something healthy salad and chicken soup, soup. for my soul.
1: <sighs> chicken soup for the soul.
0: Yes well
1: I had to read yeah. those when I was a
0: preteen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know she's, Lauren says they have to be and she's leaning against the door and she's like huh. and she has a little smile on her face and she's like chuckles and she's like even if we get out maybe I'll just bleed to death who knows and oh
3: I could just see her she's she <laughs> this, <laughs> is ex, this is not exactly joking to cope it's not entirely joking but more of like she's tr- kind of trying to distract I think both herself and Kieran that they if you know if they die there they're you know I think that she's trying to distract herself from it, possibly dying in a different way than blowing up
1: mm-hmm. you know it's it's she's doing what we're doing C- making jokes to cope like right or just to like like you know she's just kind of thinking about everything and she's like oh that's actually just really funny like in an ironic way she's just trying to make these jokes and like Mm -hmm. make light of it uh, at least a little bit so that it's not just all doom and gloom toward the end i think yeah
0: and she also recognizes none of it i think she's realizing how wounded she is you know and how much like in her arm needs attention i mean
2: like she's being logical right because like you know even if they get out of
0: this, like, what is she going to do next? Right, like. Mm-hmm. And Kieran like jerks away from the door. Right, his I love it to see you know, and with a super, super concerned look on his face, and I love to see that because again shows a his concern about her and like to the extent that he, even in his weakened state, he it energizes him enough to like jump away from the door. He's so concerned about her and about her emotional well being and, and physical well being. Like, <laughs>
1: Like, uh, like I know I wasn't on the podcast for 102, but Mm -hmm. I, because I just read that like two days ago, but him being so concerned for her, like, and kind of letting slip how he really feels just, just was so gratifying in a way to me, just like he's, we only ever see him lose his cool when it comes to Lauren because she's, like, the closest person in his life to him, whichever way you interpret that. He, She is the only person in his life that he's, like, with to the end, basically, in his mind, I think. So mm-hmm. her even joking about, like, bleeding to death, right? Because, like, obviously, they, they both think they're going to get blown up. But her even joking <laughs> about, like, dying another way or, like, something is just not something he is willing to think about or wanting to think about because he, like, because it almost removes the hope that even if they get out she'll die anyways and I Mm -hmm. don't
0: think he can afford to think about that yeah and then Lauren oh I can't say so much it's amazing Lauren reaches out her bloody hand to him and she's like hey and then listen she's leaning back her eyes aren't even open like that's how exhausted she is and then she does open her eyes and she says and she kind of looks like she's leaning in closer to him and she says, thank you. And again, they're both sweating. They look awful. And she grabs his hand. And Kieran, I love it. Kieran's shocked face when she grabs his hand. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Because you never get that emotional affection. I'm sorry. Again, this whole episode, this whole thing that just happened now, just, it gave me so much warmth in my heart. This is like, I live for these moments and I'm so happy. I know it's like, yeah. I know it's supposed to be a terrible moment, but it's amazing, beautiful, stunning, profound, lovely, heartfelt moments for me. This is my favorite, favorite, favorite part you of this see, whole. I really
3: liked all of the kind of soft moments in this really stressful episode because it, it it helped me a lot. Like, I don't know if I would have, how well I would have been able to make it through this episode with all of these, you know, this whole episode was tense but all of those little soft times just made it all worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Helps with the pacing of the episode as well, right? Because if you just have all action, you get exhausted by the end. So mm-hmm. especially because this one arc has been going on for three months. Also, I really appreciated that joke in the last yeah. episode. It's like, it feels like we've been in this factory for three months. So I'm bringing up stuff from, <laughs> from the previous episodes. But yeah, so like having these moments of soft and quiet and just like intimate, emotional, like interactions is just the sort of kind of rest that we need for this moment so that when the action picks up again it hits all the more hard because now there's more stakes and like all of that you know so putting mm-hmm. this was very smart also this is just a natural thing to do right you if you think you're going to die in a few minutes you want to get everything off of your chest you want to express yourself because you don't know if you're ever going to have the chance to do it again so I'm it's, it's again an incredibly relatable and understandable thing that Lauren's doing here, just expressing how she really feels and stuff. And I and Kieran not expecting it at all is the most Kieran thing in the world, and I love it. it yeah. I was, you guys, I was oh, sorry, continue. I'm done. I'm done. I was oh, just me okay. rambling.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, like, you guys know that I am not the biggest blocky shipper in the world. Like, I liked it, but you know, i you know, over the months since I've been in this fan, I was just like, oh, it's okay. And like <laughs> I will deliberately just trash carry it. <laughs> but like even I like this moment. Like even like I wanted to cry during this because like you can see like how you know in the coming scene that like Lauren is very unprepared for this, in my opinion. Like she's making her peace right now right? Because as Bundan said, like, she doesn't know if she's ever going to be able to do it again. Um, And so, like, you know, the contrast between Lauren uh, in that moment of, like, her trying to process what's happening and her beginning to accept it, compared to Kieran, who even makes a line about, like, oh, this was, I knew I was going to die sometime, but this isn't how I expected it. Like, I don't remember what he said. It's something along those lines. But, like, just the contrast between their two attitudes to this like Kieran is ready for this like but I don't think Lauren is
1: and he's not ready for her to so be ready for it either
2: yeah he doesn't he doesn't like he's all right he would have been all right if like it was just him but like you can see as soon as like she brings uh, the idea of her dying right like he's like oh crap <laughs> He's like, it takes him by surprise, right? Because like he never expected someone else coming down with him.
0: Anyway, so he, and he's like, his, he has a super shocked expression because nobody, or I don't know if nobody, but it's probably been a really long time since anybody has, you know, comforted him physically like that. And she tells him with a smile on her face, you know, which is, to me, it's beautiful because she's able to take... You know, take a piece. You know, take find peace in this moment. And even though she, you know, thinks she's about to die, she's able to focus on their connection. And it does give her it. It's a good feeling for her because she's smiling at him and she says, "Thank you for helping me save them. For helping me since the beginning. I'm sorry you're stuck here with me." And we see the blood dripping. I'm glad we ran into each other that night. I know our partnership is a match made in hell, but I'm glad that it was you and we no, have this beautiful moment of th- staring into each other's eyes. Ah. I don't know why
1: this hits so much harder. Do you want to know why this hits so much harder? It's because we know for a 100% fact that Kieran still feels guilty about 43 and everything that happened with that. So, I I don't think he's allowed himself any sort of like closeness with Lauren we've seen him like almost reach out to like comfort her but then pull back a few times look at her see the blood on her neck all that stuff so to have her holding his hand leaning in and smiling at him looking him in the eye and saying thank you I'm glad that we met I'm glad that we did this I think is just it's just so good it's it's so good grind it up and inject it into my arm and let (laughs) me just enjoy it while I can just Oh, it's so good. It's It's just
4: going
0: to be burned. Burned in my head. Man,
2: like, you know, I think this is like... I mean, I think it's weird for Kieran, right? Because he helped get her into this mess, right? But she's thanking him, right? And I Mm -hmm. like... And I think this moment made him realize that, you know, she genuinely did appreciate being around him for... A bit not not the entire time of course but like you know lately as of late like uh he has had uh, a friend in someone right and like you know you go back to episode 84 and he, when he says like I don't belong here like I mean he kind of does though maybe not yet with the like Kim and Will, but like you know, he does have a friend in Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm I'm a bit hesitant to jump to make it platonic because I think sorry, not platonic, too romantic because yeah, it,
0: I wait, am I hear, Am I hearing food
1: correctly? I was like,
2: what? Yeah, it's like I'm I'm not ready to make it like a romantic thing. I think it's better platonic right now because you know, like they just got over this hurdle, let them have it. No, I <laughs> but,
1: think that that's yeah, fair. Like, like because yeah like I I'm I am a trash shipper right so I have that in my heart right so I I love doing all of that and it 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 invigorates me and I love seeing it but like logically it's just like a beautiful moment between two people who care about each other and expressing mm-hmm. one of them expressing to together just how much they mean to them right yeah I mean, we've seen this building and up and it's just I
2: live for it's, this it's, it's
1: it's relationships it's 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 healing it's forgiveness as well I mean we had more forgiveness arguably 93 but like reinforcing that still and just kind of showing in your last moments when you can do anything and lay it all out you say this Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful
2: yeah I love that like we need this we want this Mm -hmm. (laughs) like man it I mean I know like they think that they're about to die but like you know it was really nice seeing that you know seeing Lauren say that to him,
1: that and it's gonna be so good in like a month oh my yeah. god
2: but and now I need now I need uh Karen to have the bonding with Kim and will so like, <laughs> but yeah, um
0: yeah, we still a lots of unpack in a scene before yeah, there was a
2: there was a thought I had what was it it was like it was, okay, like, you know, I. this moment is probably going to get, like, super romanticized. But again, I think it just works so well platonically, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it hasn't been that long since uh, those events. Uh, um, so, like, you know, just letting them progress slowly. It's like, oh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know, I, I think the
1: foundation. Is
0: definitely slow burn. <laughs>
1: Mm. You know, if you're not in it for the long haul, why are you here at all? You need to you need to go through this process. Like I've said oh, this before, heard. they can't get together now. I would hate it. No, they <laughs> we need to get the buildup. We need to get the the stuff. Like you know, we're like, hey, I need to remake that graph. Of, of the interactions because i been using Excel a lot more so I'm better with graphing. I will graph their relationship now. <laughs> we need to get like hair. We're like hair you know this mm-hmm. is like friendship mid zone we need to get hair so
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> my yes. only yeah, concern oh sorry. My only concern with Loki right now is that and especially this scene is that low key and kind of high key there is a lot of trauma bonding going on right now and I don't think that's super healthy, like in my opinion, because like you know they're bonding right now, but it's because they both think that they're about to die. And I, I don't know, yeah. like I think I think some healthier bonding would come from something else, but like you know, a picnic <laughs> together or something, or like laser tag. <laughs> yeah, me, I hear, but I mean, thank God it's not real ones. <laughs>
0: We've, we've talked before about how similar Lauren and Kieran are. So I think there's a, there's quite enough. Even if they would have met in normal circumstances, like even if he wasn't the purple hyacinth and Lauren wasn't a police officer, I still think they would have connected.
1: Same, Mindy.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know oh, that, that I've I've written three chapters of that. Fourth one to be to be started. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: The one with the artist, right? Kieran is artist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: The match made in hell line, I really like that line because, um, you know, I know our partnership was a match made in hell because, you know, the circumstances that they both come from were not ideal, like, you know, and everything that they've done together uh, kind of, sometimes, you know, it turns out pretty badly like this and just, you know, it's kind of hellish uh, for like half the time. But, you know, despite their hardships, right, despite like everything that they've gone through together or separately you know she's glad that like he was you know there at least oh Mindy I didn't I couldn't hear you for a second there you want
0: to it just gave a very emotional sigh and said the feels, <laughs> feels. like
1: if people feel nothing reading that that's gonna that's that's very hard for me to believe that this is a very deeply emotional and character-driven scene and it's just so mm-hmm.
2: good i was like also the like i'm sorry you're stuck here with me Why blaming like, herself again oh my god <laughs> yeah she's like
3: lauren stop it stop I do, it I love, I love her so much because she has so many flaws in a way i just i love her mm-hmm. Lauren is one of my favorite characters ever. I just love the way that she's written. Like, she's not written as a perfect character. She has, like, a ton of flaws and problems, but I just, she's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. I like, agree 100%. She's such an amazing, yeah, amazing character.
2: I think, so. wait, I just want to say, I think part of her guilt from there, like, I'm sorry you're stuck here with me, with me is because like she knows like she has an idea of how bad like karen's life has been so far Mm -hmm. and so like she regrets that like he won't have a future that's what my interpretation on it is like right like and she Mm -hmm. blames herself for it like she's like she blames herself that like you know because of me karen uh you know is going to die here and he's like you know uh, never going to be able to feel, fulfill like his aspirations right or like any hope for a future he had is dying here because of me and I think like she partly blames that on her like she blames it on herself right
1: mm-hmm. I feel like Kieran also kind of blames himself in a way I can't remember if he mentions anything about that but like they're both the type of people who's like who's kind of self-sacrificial in a way like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like they would give themselves up to protect another person that they care about right so I feel like they have the same mentalities like like you know that meme like the person jumping in front of the bullet but then no and then they bend back no like it's like they keep trying to like protect each other I feel like mm-hmm. they both kind of have that same mentality so but I don't think he says it but I'm pretty sure he's similar with that and it's just like
0: yeah hmm So Kieran's expression, when he hears Lauren saying all that to him, it's just, again, completely shocked and taken aback. I know so beautiful because this man has been living with the world's hatred directed at him for God knows how many years and having to live with hating himself for doing the awful things that he does. And he hears somebody telling him nice things about him that she likes him and appreciates him and thanks him. I mean, this is just mind-blowing stuff for him and so healing and so needed like this poor guy finally gets some salve to his just shattered self-perception
1: you see everything in his face i love it so much these are literally by the way this this
0: kind of scene is like my my favorite like literally my top like emotional breakdown connection it's my number one like thing that I like in um in life honestly I guess (laughs) so then he turns away and he laughs and he's like huh I'm glad I didn't kill you that night too (laughs) which is a very um interesting response I guess (laughs) you know he hesitated and we don't know
1: why yes right and he doesn't know why either (sighs) oh Yeah, but
0: we'll leave the mystery deducting for a different time. But, you know, it is a little bit of the, you know, um, like humorous cure that deflects that we've we've come to know. It is a bit of that, but he does go straight back to being serious afterwards. He says, even, and then he looks away, he's not looking at her. And he says, even if I've been friends with death for a while, this isn't how I imagined myself to go. But, and he looks at her and he has this, that look is so real. It's just, beautiful and he says there are worse people to die with and he has this little grin on his face and it's so so beautiful that might be one of my favorite lines in the series
2: there are worse people to die with
3: i just it's so good i'm not like i don't consider myself like a super hardcore shipper in like any of purple hyacinth but this whole scene just absolutely destroyed me
2: mentally as the world caves in by matt maltese was playing in my head the entire time that i read this it is my emotional breakdown song and i apply it to everything in ph like not just to this scene like in a romantic sense but like you know just to everyone right like i have like this little project with it currently and it's like uh lauren and tristan like their relationship not romantic Uh and then but like you know then like Kim and Will and then Kim and Lauren and like 103 like and then you know this scene of course it's just like yeah like that song is just blasting in my head 24-7 and when I read this and I don't have the music on right now when I read this for the first time uh the music wasn't working for me so I just had to use my own mentally God. It
3: didn't work for you for
2: this one. I still don't know what the song sounds like. Like I haven't listened to it at all.
3: I (laughs) I normally sometimes sometimes the music doesn't work, and I just leave it. It
2: stresses me. Like I'm like, oh, what does it sound like? Like, cause
3: am I gonna have an emotional breakdown listening to this? Sorry, Emma. It was so yeah. I just I don't normally listen to music if it doesn't work because my webtoon tends to glitch and just doesn't work sometimes. But after seeing it was the season finale, I waited like two minutes to get it to work, I just kept refreshing because I needed it to work with season finale.
1: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. um, the use of music in this episode, like every episode is just great. Like I was telling you guys earlier about how my boyfriend didn't realize that Kieran was the one who shot those guys in episode 101. And that was mm-hmm. because he's like, he loves the fact that PH has music that plays with it. Cause he will go on YouTube and find manga that ha- and like videos on YouTube and they have music in the background. And he does that. So when I told him about this comic, he's like, "It comes with music, like for it." I was like, "Yes." So he was like, "Yeah, sorry, I I guess I didn't notice it. I just got distracted by the music." So I can't wait for him to get to this one in like three weeks.
0: Nice. But Amelia actually did a whole analysis of the uh, love is blind motif that plays in here, and. Yeah, it's on Discord. It's like a long analysis of the different episodes it plays in and what's happening during those moments. So, yeah, music is definitely quite significant, especially at the end, which, you know, there's a whole song. Um, so, anyway, so he tells her that there are worse people to die with. And then Lauren, you know, kind of her eyes widen a bit. And then she looks away and you see her eyebrows furrowing. And you can see her distress because it feels like this is where she's like, oh my God, like, oh my God, like we're going to die. And Kieran notices that and he frowns and then he pulls her in and it's just,
4: Oh.
3: oh my God. I had to, I had to stop. I, for some reason I wasn't like expecting so much relationship progress already. And so it was, it hit me, it just hit me when I read it for the first time. And so I had to stop reading because it took me by surprise.
1: I loved it because so often, I mentioned this earlier, so often in this series, especially to what, like the second half of season two, we've seen Lauren become emotional or upset and Kieran wants to reach out to her, but then he hesitates and he pulls back because he doesn't think that he can help what can he do to help her feel like that he's a terrible person he's part of the reason why she's like upset in his mind right but she's been slowly on the course of like forgiving him and like confiding in him again and they've been rebuilding their relationship so in this moment after they've just kind of expressed how much they care about each other and he sees her like slowly begin to like panic again about dying he's like no and then he finally like just we don't even see him hesitate or anything he just reaches out and pulls her head into his shoulder just to just to have someone there to like hold her and to comfort her like it's the the effect of just a hug or someone holding you to them physical touch like that can be so helpful in a in a situation like I've had friends who have like in the getting panic attacks and like I need can you, can you give me a hug right now and I'll just hold them and you can just feel that then slowly like calm down. So, him just doing this, just wanting to ease her mind and just let her know that they're in this together. It's all right. It, they'll it'll be okay. Not like obviously it's not, but it's just like a comfort and um, to build up to this for this to be the moment when he reaches out to her and like. Holds her and lets her know that it's okay is just one of my favorite moments I think in the entire series.
0: <sighs> That's all I can say. Satisfied sigh. It's so beautiful. Yeah, just just stare at this panel. I already did stare at this panel for a long, <laughs> long,
2: long, 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 long
0: time. My wallpaper.
2: Almost. What? However, I almost yeah. made. That panel of him saying it's okay, my wallpaper. However, I have Bell RC as my wallpaper right now. So priorities. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like, man, I, but it's okay. Like, oh, man, Karen, like, I don't want to like you, but you're making it very hard right now. Yes. Very yes. hard. <laughs> Hallelujah. All like, right when he says like it's okay and you know it's not a lie there's no red text like anywhere in this episode and Mm -hmm. like he's it's okay like you know i i don't know how to take it because like they're about to die right but you know they're finding comfort in one another and i think that's why he says that it's okay because you know like it's all right like he has her right uh that you know just I'll hold you right and like mm-hmm. I'll be with you as we go oh. <laughs> so good. man not my eyes tearing up no but it's so real right like Mindy I hope you're happy <laughs>
0: I'm beyond ecstatic it's keeping me up even though it's like four thirty in the morning and I'm <laughs>
1: Yes. I hope you sleep after this. Please rest.
0: They can- I have to take my kids to day camp, so I'm not going to get too much sleep. But, <laughs> plus, I upload it because I'm a, a little obsessed and I want to upload it before I leave for the day. <laughs> yeah. anyway, worth it, worth it.
2: <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh. Feel like, Okay, but kind of like, imagine how awkward it must be for Lauren. Like her face is just like, in Kieran's chest like I know some people who would want to be in her place right now but like that's not
3: the point <laughs> like it, it just, is like, such an awkward there. place to be like <laughs> he could have <laughs> your hand but like, <laughs> he like, could have he could put look her, look her face like, anywhere else but it yeah. is like face down like you could have like put it sideways nope like, just yeah, like, it is on, just like I Me mean,
2: I shoulder, right? So like you know, they're actually hugging, but like her position right now, like she's like super contorted. Like, like it looks, you weird, know, her
3: like awkward Yeah. It's like she's like completely twisted around. It's honestly, fun- it's honestly funnier in the in uh, a coming up panel because his coat is just like like I don't know how she's she's just like suffocating in his jacket
1: you know what I think it is as well though because I don't know if anybody's ever done this but when you get really emotional right about anything that this is something I do if I begin to get like lose my composure I, I hide my face in my hands or like so like my mom sometimes she'll like see me when I'm like about to cry and she'll like hug me and I like bury my face like in her shoulder or in her chest and just kind of like stay there because it's like I don't want to have outside be Mm -hmm. seeing that even if it's just us two in the room you know so I think it's he can see that she's stressing he can see that she's like beginning to lose it so it's kind of like giving her almost that privacy to allow herself to let go a little bit and while offering her that comfort and I like I, I personally relate it to that and I thought that that was it. it might be awkward like in terms of like her lying down but like you know she got shot in the arm maybe she's just like, can't move it like she's like ah uh. <laughs> so who knows but yeah
0: just uh, yeah I think it, I think it also just shows the um you know it's like he didn't take time he didn't take time she didn't take time to adjust He just pulled her in so however she landed up you know it's just and I think that while it might be uncom- like physically uncomfortable in other situations, I think that the because of their emotions now, like it doesn't yeah. matter because they just want to be comforted.
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, so beautiful, so so beautiful, and like his hand on her hair is just—he uh, keeps his
1: hand on the back of her head that entire time.
0: Uh, huh. <sighs> and now. So Lauren, Lauren's has her hand on top of Kieran's. And by the way, um, I don't know about you guys, but I like there's definitely some errors over here because I was like going back and forth with the hands and the really? hand on the shoulder. And I was like, okay, it's it's wrong. It switches back and forth with the left oh. hand and the right hand and whatever. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does.
1: But that's fine.
0: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I'm just, I'm oh, wondering. I just saw so the, that. the
1: first like the top one where she it's the first one in her hand is on top of his. It's his um, I believe that's his, his left. left hand. But yeah. then it has to be his right hand because his left hand would be on her. On her other side, it would be the one that's holding her head. Yeah. 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 It, it I, doesn't make okay, sense, like, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah.
2: people talking about it, right? And I was like, oh, I'll have to check that out. And then, yeah, I didn't reread ever. So, like, <laughs> this is the first time I'm seeing it. And I scrolled down earlier and I was like, oh, I don't see a difference. And then I realized, I just realized, like, it was a quake. Yeah. Lauren. It's an from Are of, of you sure your thumb should be the over next? there? <laughs> Yeah. I mean it's kind of cohesive. Whatever. It's it's pretty Fine. much cohesive, right? Her like you can kind is, of visualize like the motions that they're doing. It's just Lauren's thumb is in some, it's the, in I some mean, weird places right now.
1: It's, <laughs> it's kind I it's kind of like this. I think she kind of slipped her thumb under his hand to like grip it, mm-hmm. but her hand at least it's her her left no her right hand. It's her left arm is um has a hole in it right now, so that's not moving. Um so
0: yeah but anyway so,
1: so a hand parallels <laughs> oh yes 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 wait
0: so and you can
2: so see the blood drop which is like the the original deal you know yeah. when they like cut their hands
0: and you can see the blood mm-hmm. that yeah and it's what's happening emotionally is the opposite because you know her hand is on top of his and it's trembling and he realized right so she's basically like right Lena said this very poignantly on the discord that he's been prepared for death. Like he was on a suicide mission all along. He knew that he was going to die some way or another. And he just wanted to take down leader with him. But Lauren is facing death for the first time. And she can't, she hasn't thought that she would die. She thought she would live. And this is extremely difficult for her. So her, you know, she's, her hand is trembling and Kieran sees that. And he flips his hand around to hold her hand And it's just, it's the exact inverse, right? We've had three very strong images of their hands shaking before that we pointed out. Right, this is is number four. And this is just the most like emotionally comforting. And every handshake is like progressing. And this is just like pure love. And again, don't take it. It doesn't, you know, you could take it platonically also, which I do, I still do think it's platonic. And it's just so stunning. (laughs)
1: Anybody else yeah, think that the, both of their hands have their own blood on it and it's like the same sort of like intermingling of the blood like with the deal? Uh
2: I don't know. Have has Kieran been bleeding? Like we only see. I Lauren's don't know, but
1: yeah. I mean it could just be like a parallel to that and it's just Lauren's yeah. blood all over. But I would like to like I don't want to think about Kieran bleeding, obviously, but
2: I really yeah. yeah. What I really like about this one is that <clears throat> Uh, this, like, if you think about it, as Mandy was saying, this is the the most emotional handshake, right? Or, like, you know, hand grasping, whatever you want to call it. But, like, from, like, a a logical standpoint, right? Because, you know, when you shake hands with someone, it's, like, you know, it's very formal. You know, you associate, like, that with, like, business, right? Or professionalism, right? But, you know, when you offer someone's hands like this, where one goes over the other it's more something that you would expect between friends right or like you know someone that you're close to right you offer your hand and they take it and then you go do whatever you want like you it isn't something professional it's something that's uh you know emotional (laughs) Mm -hmm. so beautiful
0: ah and there's this like little drop of blood just like going down from the page and it's beautiful like against this white backdrop and then landing on the floor and then we have this amazing like whitewashed image of them oh I'm gonna die. I'm, I'm, I'm make this the oh, cover oh uh, no
1: focus focus
0: mm, yeah I see it yeah there we go uh, yeah we can all show this to our screen gorgeous yes.
1: uh. oh I did the Kieran one work earlier I guess this one's a lot more whitewashed so it's kind of out of focus but I don't know about you guys but like the way that it's lit right because clearly this is meant to show more of a frame of mind than actual like physical lighting it almost looks like daylight to me like morning light or something like that where it's just like something pure and and real and simple in a way because it's just them there's no background or anything it's just just kind of shows they are just in each other's like all they care about right now is being with each other and Mm -hmm. holding each other and taking that time to to really just accept it but they're accepting it together and it's just such a beautiful simple like like I'm trying to think of the words to describe that panel and I can't like it's not ethereal not like Mm -hmm yeah yeah, it has that it's like serenity and and yes serenity also you can see the little drop of blood on the floor I just noticed that right underneath Mm -hmm. their hands Mm -hmm. wow uh continuity great Mm
0: -hmm. I love I love what you said Bundan how it's just the two of them and you know they must be deriving great comfort even though they're facing death at least they're not alone and to face it with someone close to you is it's a comfort. I, mean, I thankfully have never been in that situation, but I can, you know, we can all put ourselves in that, in that mind frame, and it's just so beautiful to see them together.
4: Mm-hmm. Love
0: it. And
1: this is the time when the music cuts, and then mm-hmm. we, we just have nothing for a bit, I think, at this point, so it's just quiet, which I think it perfectly kind of gets you, it, it mentally mm-hmm. kind of prepares you for what happens next, but that oh, entire sequence there is just one of the best in the entire series in terms of like emotional
0: gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably for them in this moment, also the rest of the world is fading and, you know, they must have quiet in their heads now also because they're so focused on each other.
4: Oh, wow. I love this so much.
0: <laughs> so now Lauren's head is, you know, buried in his chest and her eyes are closed. And Kieran says, and we see just his chin, we don't see his eyes. He says, Lauren... And Lauren opens one eye. If this is the end, I have to tell you that I. And then Lauren, because her eyes are open, sees a vent behind him and cuts him off. And she says, unless this is not the end. And then we have, we continue. But guys,
1: what was he gonna say? Okay. So my immediate, like, ship of brain was like, he's gonna tell her he loves her, right? Because <laughs> I'm trash, right? And part of me still thinks it's something along those lines. But I, I don't know, it could be anything. It could be like, cause we know also like beyond like the shippy things, it could be just another expression of like how he feels or something like that. But I, I actually just realized this as I began to speak but he could have brought up something from, cause we know that he knows shit going down with Sandman. We know that he, know, we know who we, that he knows him, right? Because of how he reacted on the bridge in 84. Right. Mm-hmm. There's something there. He knows something that she doesn't. And I feel like maybe in those last moments he wanted to give her some closure about yeah. that. But they used bent Mafia.
3: So I'm that- I'm more I'm, I'm upset that she cut him on. I mean, you know, obviously they have to get out, but I wish that she had, you know, I wish that he would have been able to finish what he we was saying, because if it was backstory stuff, like I want to know that so badly like in almost any story I information is such an important thing to me because I don't like not knowing things I like having everything figured out and like fitting nicely and no having the possibility that there that we were so close to learning something super big and th- then it was just gone oh. um, um.
2: You know, actually, like I didn't think it was anything about like Karen's past or like anything with the current mystery. I thought like I didn't think about it actually, like after that. I was just like after the finale, I was like, I don't know what Karen was gonna say. It doesn't bother me right now. I was I was more preoccupied with other stuff, but like now that I think about it, I think he would he was gonna apologize like himself Mm. because we see we see that Lauren is making her peace, right she's apologizing right she well she apologized to him about this, and um and Kieran says like hes he talks about how like you know this is the end, right, and i'm uh you know they're worse people to die with whatever, but he doesn't apologize for anything right, so I was thinking that. Here he was gonna apologize, right? Because he says, uh let me scroll back down to it. He says, I have to tell you that I so it's something to do with him, right? Because mm-hmm. I I have to tell you that I'm like but so I was thinking like, you know, if they're making their peace right now and they're getting stuff off their chest, uh, you know, what's what's one thing that has kind of haunted Kieran like over the last season and mm-hmm that would be the events of that episode so I'm thinking like was he gonna apologize for that because you know up to this point they have they still haven't had a moment where they like sat down and talked about it but
1: they kind of did I mean the closet brought it up in the commune camellia right I mean in the
2: closet but like you know Lauren was pretty pissed at him and to me personally like you know, when they were on better speaking terms, like where they sat down, right? And they're like, okay, so this happened, right? You know, they they both want to be there, right? And have that conversation and, you know, actually like get that closure on it because I mm-hmm. still don't think either of them got closure on it seeing how just a few episodes later, Kieran was seeing the like blood, like blood marks on Lauren's neck uh, in the shape of a hand. So mm-hmm. like- I don't think like at least he didn't get closure on it probably Lauren didn't get closure on it either so like you know is this the moment where he like finally gets what he's been thinking you know off his chest right
1: they're definitely something up for that is that the imagery of that blood on her neck is has been pervasive throughout the season so Mm -hmm. I and honestly I feel like now that they have gotten this off of their chest where it's like they both have expressed how much they care about each other like that is like the perfect place to like jump off into that conversation at some point so we're probably going to get that at some point soon like because now they're at like that emotional level where they can have that conversation and like because Kieran I don't think has gotten over it like at all yeah
2: so Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I was thinking um that's what he was going to tell her is that he was going to apologize for that and just say like you know like you know in a you know, I don't know. Make his peace with that, right? Because <laughs> they're about to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking more more along Brendan's lines. My first thought was obviously, oh, I love you, right? But I honestly don't think he was going to say that.
1: <laughs> no. As I, much as I would like to, I don't think either. <laughs> I, I've tried to hold on to that, but it's just like, no, it's mm-hmm. not. You're stupid. Don't don't. It's not that. Stop.
0: Yeah. So I think it's um. I I agree. It's information, and I get. I get the impression that it's like it feels to me like there's guilt there so I feel like it's something information about what something that he did maybe after he met her but I actually suspect before he met her something that affects (gasps) her that is negative in her life wait and Mindy this better
2: not be what I'm thinking it is like the
0: the cure and betrayal theory
2: yeah like (laughs) I yeah, never thought about that. It is, like, it, is
0: not- it is that theory, I guess. Where <gasps> although I, I honestly think it would be something from before he met her, um, where like he did something that does affect her that he, he maybe wasn't aware of that it was her or whatever. I do think it was before he met her because I just can't imagine him doing it afterwards. No. But yeah, I, I feel like there's guilt associated with that. So, mm. you know, a lot of people have speculated, oh, did kill did Kieran kill Dylan? I don't think Kieran knows who Dylan is in her life though that's not my only thing with that mm. she's think- never mentioned Dylan and we know Kieran hasn't been digging in her past like he only did a little bit of digging in the archives but I don't feel like he knows anything that like any connection between Lauren and Dylan
1: well yeah that was yeah. one thing I I think this was from earlier episodes but like she kind of talks about oh wait was it in this episode no, it was in a later one. It was like, I'm not going to die in an explosion or something. He's like, what do you mean? Like, does he not know that she was at the train station and stuff? Like,
0: yeah, like, it doesn't.
1: But well, I guess the only time she ever mentioned stuff was when she talked about Sandman being there and the picture with her parents' car and stuff. She never talked about her own personal trauma with being there. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't know that. But I think the, the thing with people trying to like get into that, because I feel like there's some sort of connection from before they met mm-hmm. somehow which is part of the reason why he hesitated, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people draw it to Dylan because if they knew each other when they were like young, Dylan would have probably mentioned his friend who could hear lies and stuff because I feel like that's, a theory of mine is that's how Kieran so easily is, like accepts that she can hear lies because he kind of mm-hmm. knew about it before. Then again, he saw her in the cafe, so that could kind of write that off. But there's something with them in their past that connects them beyond yeah. anything and I don't know what it is so that's I feel like he was going to say something about that because we mm-hmm. do know that he's we're all pretty sure that he is connected to that train station tragedy in some way as well so
2: actually like I'm very 50 50 on that like whether like here and actually knew is Bundon frozen for? Oh, okay, oh. but then you were frozen there for a minute.
1: Yeah, my laptop it's... just went into um, battery saver mode and my internet connection is unstable apparently. Nice. Oh. Yeah. My university really loves giving me good Wi Fi. Maybe buy a router to get my Wi Fi bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm... I'm like, yeah, Loki. I'm like kind of unsure if Kieran knew Dylan because. You know, it's such a popular theory that a lot of people have just taken it as reality. Mm. But I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't know.
2: Okay, but did he though? Like, <laughs> like I've completely crossed off Kieran, or not completely, but like I've mainly crossed off Kieran as being one of the car kids. Mm. I, I it's, it's still possible. But do I personally think that? Like, do I want it to happen? Honestly, not really. Like, I'm just, I uh, don't. You know, I think so, FNF would do it in a really cool way, but, like, you know, as of now, I'm just, like, huh. whatever happens, happens, like, I have no preference for him being there or not, really, like, because yeah. I personally want Bella to be one of the car kids, but that's a whole other matter, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, I'm, like, huh, I don't know, man, because, you know, like, Kieran said that he didn't really know about her, you know, prior to meeting her, right? He didn't really know that much about her. So like Mm -hmm. if he met Dylan, then he would have known a bit more about her, but mainly it seems like he learns from her, from his experiences with her rather than the experiences that he hears about from others.
1: This is why I say why did he hesitate is one of the biggest mysteries in this entire comic because the implications of it go beyond just them as characters right it it can it connects to something we just don't know what mm-hmm. and I need to know honestly
2: like honestly I don't even think that there's a big reason like there may not even be a big reason like I think it's completely possible that he didn't kill her because he could right
1: maybe like- but they, they emphasize that so much in episode two right like mm-hmm. I know
2: they like- emphasize it but like I feel like for, you know, some story like PH where it's about healing and stuff, right? It, the answer is just going to be something that's really simple because it's it's one of the biggest mysteries, right? In the entire series. And so we're probably getting the answer closer to the end of the series,
4: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So,
2: you know, when everything's, when everything's like, I see it as like when everything's coming to a close, right? Every Every plot thread is, you know, ending and stuff or whatever, getting tied up. How I see it in my mind is that there's going to be some scene, right, where Lauren and Kieran sit down, um, and Lauren asks him, "Why did you? Why didn't you kill me that night?" And he tells her something that's like, you know, something that's just really simple. And then, you know, soon after the series ends, yeah,
0: but he didn't know. He doesn't know, right? At this point in time, he doesn't know because you have that scene where he asks himself why.
2: Yeah so like I see it like he thinks about it right you know over the series he's going to be thinking about it we'll see it more in season three and the probable season four and then you know the conclusion he comes to is just you know it isn't that complicated it's just you know something to do with humanity (laughs) or whatever.
0: Nah I think it's going to be a big reveal I think it's going to be some plot thing where like yeah they knew each other in the past like not a past life but like yeah i think it'll be a it'll be a major yeah. reveal i mean if anybody okay, has
1: Mindy. watched fruits basket it's gonna be something like that mock my words oh it's gonna hurt
2: i mean um, it's either like something really in my mind it's either something really simple or the bitter theory
4: the what <laughs> the, 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 theory. the, the betrayal. betrayal theory
2: that he's gonna that he betrayed her like before they met like before they formally met and so like and you were saying like he was going to tell her about something that he did right that kind of that ends up affecting her right and i was like oh it's this a theory so betrayal mm-hmm. theory so like he didn't kill her because of that like you know because you know he had a plot going on with the leader or something and so he couldn't kill her mm-hmm. or whatever
0: yeah no, but he doesn't yeah i mean we already discussed the problems with that but anyway now So he never gets to, we don't know what he was going to say because Lauren at that point has opened her eyes and sees a vent behind him. And she's like, unless this is not the end. And Kieran, you know, turns around and looks and she jumps up and is like the vents, Kieran, the vents. We saw a couple of them on our way in. And she points and as she's running, they connect between floors, especially in buildings like this one. And Kieran also like, suddenly they're energized and he's like, and you want to. And she's already halfway up the stairs. Yes, hurry, grab the bomb. And Kieran runs to get it. There's four minutes and 58 seconds left. Lauren kicks open the grate. And Kieran's like, we have no idea where they lead. There may not be an exit. And she's like, and she pulls up her mask, which is interesting, right? Like she's putting her mask on. Um, I I think that's like a sign of hope because she's like, oh, maybe I'm going to get out and encounter the APD. I still have to be masked. So it's like, that's presence of mind where she's like, oh, I still have to disguise my identity. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And he's like, we have to try Anyway, even if we die, we have to get this bomb as far as possible from the rest of the nitro. Let's go and she dashes into the vents and it's large enough where they could walk they don't have to crawl and they're running in and Kieran, you know hoists himself up and three minutes and forty nine seconds left and we see they're just like proceeding through the vents they're passing by this fan We're down to two minutes and thirty six seconds. she's pulling Kieran up, and you know at this point she has the bomb and we're down to one minute and 24 seconds. So they've been running around the vents. So like they're obviously getting far from at some, they're getting some distance away from the nitro. And we have, you know, Lauren is just she's clutching, she's ahead, she's clutching the bomb to her, looking again awful. And she huffs and she looks. There's 58 seconds left. And again, keeps running, bombs in there. And now we head outside. And we see, you know, the, the front Lloyd Glass factory, which here it actually says 1975. Before that, it was always XX75. <laughs> but we do see it's probably a mistake, but yeah. So,
3: Wait, what happened? Wait, sorry. We, we can
1: see no, the but, year.
3: Wait, it looks x, to me like x
1: 975 Yeah, it's X. x. Yeah, but we, x, don't, x, x, we never get the first
3: two digits, right? So yeah, x, before
2: x, it, it was XX. So we've, we've gotten the second digit before. Like if you look at the Sinclair's graves, they have the second digit.
0: Oh, they have, like,
2: eight
0: or something? I think it's nine. It makes no nine. sense, but I don't think so. I thought, I thought it was only the last two years.
3: It only normally is, but check. it normally Usually, is yeah. the last two years, but I think it's showed up sometimes.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. because when they have to go, like, before, right, you know, a couple, when they have to go years before, like, XX00, century XX oh, like, they have they, the nine there, I think. Let me pull up 85 while we continue <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah I mean it really doesn't matter but yeah we're just we're so obsessed with every detail here <laughs> and, nitpicking. and you know Kieran I mean not Kieran Kim is still being supported by a random dude and you know this guy behind him. and the lighting is
3: just oh like just it's, beautiful even so in the, the huge rush that Soph had for this episode the lighting is still amazing like the backlit, you could see the light from the cars, like, reflecting off the water. It's just, so manages to keep up such amazing lighting, mm-hmm. even when she's, you know, in a huge hurry. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And, like, the mist, it's, yeah, it's just luminous and beautiful. Yeah, I gorgeous.
2: Have, I have the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, so
2: Rachel, she was born in X... X Nine eight two. So we have seen nine as mm-hmm. a as a second digit before. Oh, interesting so,
1: okay. Has this story been taking place in like 2024 or something? No, <laughs> 2027. Whatever year it is, is, is 24. Well,
0: let's just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so we have Will now waiting by the SWAT car. And he as soon as he sees her, he
3: runs towards her. I love it. Run for her, William. Oh, I just oh my god, I will never get over how even much if I just didn't know it. This whole like you can see how worried they are about each other. Like the whole time, there's a bomb inside the building that they are right next to with a bunch of explosives in it, but they are constantly worrying with the other person. Makes me very happy. <sighs> I'm wondering though, like there's
2: someone by the door of the SWAT card. Do you think like they were going to get in and try to drive away, even though there's like 10 seconds left. I mean, they don't know,
0: right? They don't know how much
1: time it is. They it right? as well. Like, you well, just like, drive. They say, yeah, like,
0: they, don't, I mean, they don't know how much, they didn't know it was 10 minutes, right? They just knew so. Oh, they I saw think, through the window.
1: I think they do. I think they do know how much time it is. I, I mm-hmm.
0: can't. I don't know, I feel, though, like they, like, no. I
1: feel like they say it later in this episode. Yeah, I they just, do. Later, they but not like, at this point. No, they didn't know. But how would they, they know just from like them. seeing them running? They're not going to be able to read that bomb as they're running. So I don't know.
0: Well, apparently they, they did, were able to read the bomb, but which is surprising. But anyway, mm. I, I don't have that great eyesight. So I guess <laughs> I don't, can't see from that far. But yeah, uh, Will running towards her and, you know, and Kim there looking, he comes there. And then now we have this information. Someone says, wait, Chief!" comes in on the radio. I think I see something close to Hawks and Liddell's location. And Kim's looking. And then we see Tristan and we hear two individuals just got out of the vent with a time bomb and only seven seconds left. And Tristan's Tristan's face. People, we can start discussing Tristan because, oh my God, he looks, he looks panicked. And do we think he knows
2: that Loon is Lauren? Yes. Yes. I was talking about this two weeks ago when we had 104.
1: Yes, like, I know. <laughs> he, what did you guys I don't, discuss?
2: Like, I know people don't believe, like, okay, I know like some people are doubtful that he knows, but I'm like personally, I'm like, how could he not know? Like
4: he has he more, the murder board.
2: Right? Right? He sees the murder board with all of this suspicious evidence, like the photo. Like he would be like, How the hell did she get this photo, right? Of the guy that she almost like, you know, of the guy that she slammed into a mirror, right? And then another guy who you know he suspected who Tristan himself like we know Tristan suspected that Abel might have murdered the Sinclairs like from episode 64 when during the flashback at the funeral he was like do you think the driver like did it on purpose or whatever and then dogging gives that really sus response but that's a thing for another time but yeah like I mean like and then you know she's not home whenever she's out on loon missions and stuff so like
0: I think he would notice that, right? He'd be a pretty bad chief of police if he didn't. Honestly, I'll say that.
1: Yeah,
0: like.
2: Option? Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, yeah. Like how? Oh, sorry, but I'm just gonna say like. No, sorry. How did he become chief of police, but isn't able to notice all these like subtle things about like you know his own niece? Like you would you no. would think that, like he would have some sort of detective ability, right? <laughs> you know, as a police officer, whether he was a detective or not, police officers need to be able to kind of like understand these, like pick up on these things, right? while in situations. So I'm like, Tristan, my boy, you better know, like, I'm going to have some problems
0: with you if you don't like. So I guess the other, the alternative could be is that people can be blind when it's people that they're close to. Sometimes you miss something that's under your nose, because their family and your your judgment is is just biased and so it's possible that's the only explanation for him not knowing. I know but he even does the like what's your angle Lauren like he is
2: suspicious yeah. of her.
0: He knows something's up right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other option I think that like just in this moment, because I do genuinely think that he at least has some idea that it's her because he knows his niece and he's not stupid. But I think also you're hearing about two people like running with the bomb inside and I think he like they don't know who it is yet right when at this panel anyways so it could be they like what if it's someone who like got the bomb and is gonna like throw it at us or like throw mm-hmm. it in another spot like could be that too but one thing I know this like Tristan obviously like yeah he's got the appropriate expression he's like shocked he's concerned But Herman is just in the
0: background, all salty and gross and being mean. I'm just like... I
1: didn't even realize that was Herman. That's Herman. I I mean, I don't
2: know, Bundan. Because, like, I know Herman got a lot of slack lately. But, like, I think think he had, like, kind of good intentions during this factory arc. Like, he ordered... I know he ordered the arrest, which was, like, very sus of him. And I don't think, like... And then Kim carried it out. And I think that was just convenient writing like that's what I'm chalking it up to because I'm like I don't think logically any character would try to arrest someone in the middle of a bomb uh, sorry in the middle of a factory that has a ton of nitroglycerin bombs that you know could go off at any minute like that just
1: no but like it I- get
2: out but like Herman literal he, Herman at one point like he says this like he said that like you know the priority is to retrieve uh william and kim right because you know their safety is important to him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah no um, i I think what i was more getting to was just that like tristan is still just very concerned but he just but herman herman just kind of looks pissed off and just is like like, where is your concern for like what's gonna happen with this bomb oh but like maybe he he has a feeling that it's loon as well he's just like i let him blow up i don't know i don't know i
0: mean they're probably where like where's where are they i mean i think tristan is also concerned for all the people who are close to the factory that's what i mean i don't know I where think... tristan is right now but i don't know if he's a little closer or further but i'm sure he's also like oh my god how how big is this bomb and are are my people mm-hmm. gonna blow up am i gonna blow up right yeah i mean he's, also I think he's in charge of yeah. a bunch of people
2: i think he and herman moved farther away because earlier they said how like he was the only william left
0: down there right and, well group d and the, and the bomb squad oh it's true so,
2: it's there's like, people
1: was- around so
0: he's probably concerned for them, like they're gonna blow up.
1: He's trying to uh, like coordinate an evacuation, probably as well. So like <laughs> he's within like he's in the area, but like within a perimeter, I suppose, like coordinating the police officers to so like yeah. can get people to exit <laughs> as he should be. So that's good.
0: It's a lot of responsibility, by the way. Like mm-hmm. just think about it emotionally—to be in charge of the whole police squad, and you know, know that all their lives are in your hand. I mean, that's that's a big deal.
2: Low key, due to the due because Bella and Darcy haven't shown up in a bit. Tristan might be my new favorite character, even though he's had like two panels this entire arc. Like I don't know. Like I know. Like all the other characters have great character moments, but like Tristan,
0: I like Tristan a lot too.
1: Might be my new favorite character.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I I really want to see more of Tristan because, and I'm so curious. This like yeah this story. This- What's yeah, her story? So What's him? your like, angle? There's sure. so
3: much yeah. to him. And I also him, want to see oh how him and Deacon met as well.
1: Yeah, I but, need backstory yeah. with them. I need backstory yes. with them, Lauren's parents, or oh, like the snapdragon, all of that stuff. We're going to, it's going to be great. It's going to be juicy. I
2: really, Loki. I really hope that there's like a solid 10 episodes or something dedicated to watching the leaders like rise and fall or whatever, or like watching technically, I guess the rise, fall, and then rise again, right, with Snapdragon and the PS, like, I want to see scenes, like, actual scenes, like, a whole arc dedicated to seeing how the PS came to be, right, like, because that would be, that would be really good storytelling, in my opinion, like, would probably pass away if it happened from, like, all of the lore and all of the new, like, (laughs) terrorizing content I would get from it, Yes, but, like,
1: your brain would be overloaded,
2: yeah, literally, like cause of like on my grave, it's like cause of death. Like the leader in the PS backstory was simply too powerful. <laughs> but yeah, that's like it's something I've wanted for like a year now. Like <laughs> last year, I had like a big idea. it's was like, oh, what if it was like the leader's rise of power, and then and I was like, eh, too easy to write it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. come on, step enough, season
0: three or season four, uh, please. Oh, we'll we'll get it. We'll get everything. it. God Whew. so anyway and then the radio person on the radio continues it looks like loon and then we see lauren and kieran running kieran's ahead we just see his cape and we see them lauren is right now silhouetted in the window and kim is close enough she looks at the building we see that the the alarm the, the the clock now has five seconds left kim is looking and then we see this amazing amazing panel where they lock eyes lauren looks out the window and kim and they see each other and we have now everything goes white and we just see kim and lauren looking at each other and kim and lauren see and they know <gasps> oh my god i love this panel because it looks like lauren is weightless like you like it's
2: just them like nothing else and like amazing panel right there
1: so this is the moment that that song comes on at the end and it's like one of those moments i don't know like how many of you watch this happens a lot in anime but like you know that scene in a show where it's like the music is almost sort of overwhelming everything else it's it kind of adds like a juxtaposition to like what's happening so like a really good example of this is um for all my people who've watched Avatar The Last Airbender that final fight between Zuko and Azula that that music and like the music almost overwhelms all the other sounds of like the battle and everything and that's I got that same feeling reading this part from here because when that music starts and it's just like this like serene but somber like singing voice and it's just like deeply deeply like emotional and just hits the spot perfectly and you just begin to feel that dread just wash over you like oh. Kim seeing Lauren, Lauren seeing Kim. It's just
3: a lot. This is one of the scenes that if Perblessed was ever a show would never be able to be done as well like it's just it's such a even though it's only them and white it's such a beautiful panel because it just really highlights them i love it amazing it's just amazing
0: oh and kim's eyes widen and you know she's like and then somebody says Um, wait this was the wing where the phantom scythe was stationed with the nitro bottles which y'all is for sure a lead-in to the tunnel because there's no that's
1: why this is mentioned yeah
0: kieran saw the tunnel over there secret
1: tunnel wait
2: wait,
0: wait, really yeah
2: yeah wait i'm confused because i thought like because i didn't notice this before and i was like oh wait is this what bundan meant earlier about like how it's going to be seen as the other people by like by the others right because or like by the public because like well the police think that they were intentionally trying to blow up the rest of the nitro or like because like
0: don't... this was the wing right where the phantom S- station they only had a right. couple of crates there remember they they had like three crates and then um where they yeah, were throwing they... Roof stuff um
1: and they definitely know that the basement had a lot more crates oh <gasps>
0: oh that's
2: what okay i was yeah, it's I it's they were talking about the, the basement i was like wait is like the basement right under them or something No, it's, it's
1: like, where those people were eating the bottles so they didn't have as many there but there's still a few but it's kind of like lauren and kieran okay they look as if they're running towards it like unknowingly but obviously mm-hmm. we know that kieran is leading them to where the tunnel is because We've had time to process this episode, guys, and be like, wait, the tunnel, right? I didn't
2: even realize that they were going to the tunnels because I was like, wait, like, did tunnel theory actually happen? And I was like, sad because it's like, man, it didn't happen. But you're telling me it
1: happened?
0: Hello. What? I was like, I'm
1: going to save this for the end. Why would no, 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 it was like the tunnel in the earlier episode? Because they show Kieran dealing with the guys who are yeeting the bottles. And then he's in. like, oh, look at that, a tunnel. So
3: they're running. <laughs> I of- mean, yeah, they put that in. in for a reason. They put fund that in for a reason, obviously.
2: I mean, yeah, I know they put it in for a reason, but I wasn't sure. Like, I was like, is like, are they trying to like pull it something fun? And I don't know if you know this, but I've literally been on the theory that like, you know, something would blow up and they would fake their deaths and escape through the tunnel. I've been on that theory since April. Okay. <laughs> and I literally like, the other day when i read it i was like god oh, damn like pro- someone's probably going to come in and kidnap them or something <laughs> like they're not making it to the
0: tunnel but you're telling yeah. me it happened yeah yeah well we that's what? what we're speculating which let's say the speculation to the end but like yeah. yes
1: so, meanwhile, it just it just makes sense but we can get to that when we get to that
2: yeah we're almost there it's, it's i'm so glad you pointed that out it. i didn't even notice that oh my god
0: yeah so I'm now no we wondering. have looking. And there's four seconds and her eyes are just like, and we have, you know, everything like the the traumatism, like the, the way that it's illustrated, like the red letters are crossed, everything's getting blurred. Tristan's screaming, everybody stand back. There's three seconds left. Kim starts running towards the building and Will runs after her. There's two seconds left. He's running after her yelling. Tristan's yelling. There's one second left and Kim is still running towards the building and she screams, no. Oh my god and there's like one middle left. oh
3: my god and she then. knows at this point she knows she knows who it is she's worried i'm worried uh and will
1: knows like like will knows just based on the reaction and everything right will knows too he's been in the notes but he hasn't obviously had the same emotional roller coaster journey that kim has mm-hmm. had but like he sees kim running he's just like like yeah no. yeah
2: i I was saying this in like the VC the other day but like because we were talking about the episode and um, Will like he himself hasn't really had that moment of confirmation like that this is Lauren like you know with Lauren right because he's kind of been more on the sidelines with that whole drama between Kim and Lauren right you know it was Kim who was like Kim and Lauren that was like the emotional bit right you know and uh 103 right and that's when Kim got her confirmation obviously Will wasn't there right so like his his suspicion of Lauren being loon up to this point is still technically a suspicion because you know he hasn't gotten that confirmation so like but then I think him seeing Lauren not Lauren seeing Kim run towards the building was the moment where he got that confirmation where he was like oh oh man this is this is happening and that's why he stops her because he's like like you know they can't reveal her identity
1: but also kim can't run into a fireball and that yeah that too good and that's what happens there's
0: 1 millisecond left and then we have the moment there's boom explosion right away you know reminds you of the atst atst uh, and the the orange the fire the debris crash kaboom giant giant explosion and it does seem like some nitro did go off because there's two booms so yes. but, but i don't think all it does it looks like they they did accomplish the mission not the whole the entire basement does not appear to have blown up because if yeah, so yeah. we know that the whole neighborhood would have been blown up
1: they
2: say you still see lives. a semblance of a building so like you can see the window so like the basement is probably fine you
1: yeah, know like like i said they saved probably hundreds or thousands of lives just by running with that bomb so um but i'll get into my thought on that so that's the same thought that i've pinned i will unpin it when we get to the end okay
0: and kim is just looking at that with just that's the moment of like kind of like the expression is wiped off of her face it's just shock looking at it and we see again the classic like purple hyacinth motif with fire reflected in the character's eyes and she says law and then we Will. St- stifles her. He shoves his hand over her mouth because, yeah, presence of mind will, I have to say, will keeps his mind with him and he's like, his best his friend childhood friend also probably just got blown up and he's still protecting her identity. The will is a cool character in terms of like cool temperament. gotta really hand it to him. I am so impressed with Will and his his ability to keep his emotions in check when he has to.
1: just like the quick thinking because I think Mm -hmm. as soon as he heard her begin to say he's like nope (laughs) not even like giving it a second thought because he can keep his composure about everything else but then like if you look at the next panel well we'll get to that again
2: yeah he's obviously I mean I think like I don't think he can always keep his composure right like I think he's just better at like having a better (laughs) idea of the priorities of the moment right like what needs to get done and -hmm. stuff so like and he has a better idea of like you know the um, stakes of what could happen and the risks of what's happening so like him blocking off Kim right Mm -hmm. because he knows that like you know if she revealed her if she if she revealed Lin's identity then it would probably be very bad and I mean he's not happy about it obviously as we see he's like In one of the next panels he looks like he's a like about to cry himself
0: he looks like horrified but yeah yeah i I admire will a lot you know there's many things about will that kind of annoy me if i'll be honest like the fact that he can't stand up to his parents his dad but you know it's there's room for different personalities and it's interesting to see and it's just this is one of the best parts of his personality it kind of goes along with the rest of it you know he He's maybe too much in control of his emotions, right? He doesn't express his emotions enough, but this is the good part, the good side of that, right? Every characteristic has a good side and a bad side. And the fact that he can be emotionless and can have his brain first is good in this situation. So he, you know, grabs her and Kim is trying to get away. She elbows him, she kicks him, you know, on the foot. He's trying to get away, but he just is like not letting go. He's, you can just feel how hard hard he's grabbing her. And he says, you can't. And like, oh, beautiful expression on his face here where it's like, his hair is all tussled. Usually his hair is beautiful. And and he looks also like he's, he's, he's upset.
1: This entire, this is what he has to do. This panel with the two of them is just one of the most like emotional ones, I would say. Like we've never seen either of them. I mean, Will arguably had a really big emotional thing in the at the end of the circus hawk when he met his brother again, and that's kind of like the only other time we've seen him really like let go of his emotions. So like seeing this again just shows the depth of like what he's feeling as well. And then Kim, Kim is just completely horrified. She her her look kind of reminds me of young Lauren at the train station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just haunting. Yeah.
2: I think it's a parallel actually, because mm-hmm. you can see like you know, the crying, right? And the tears are falling down on us. It's a direct parallel to um Lauren Dylan.
0: when she was crying over Dylan, right? Ooh, right. Just, they're both having their best friend blow up in front yeah.
1: of us. Also by the PS. Something I noticed as well. The thing it's raining, it'll out the fire a lot quicker and probably save even more people. Just realized mm-hmm. that looking at these mm-hmm. panels. Nice. so
0: Yeah, true. And yeah, the Um, fire. So we see the building burning, the rain falling. And he says, you can't. And she's just looking, looking. She's devastated. And she just falls to her knees, splashes in the puddle on the ground. And the next panel is just her face. Oh, she is crushed. She's just, this is her thinking. Her best friend just died. I mean, sorry, this is the panel
3: I was referring to. This is my Uh, my favorite camp panel ever you can just see so much there's so much emotion and just it's it's such even though you know she's in so much pain she's like it's just such a beautiful panel Mm -hmm. and the way that she has her hand on
2: will's hand who like will is still covering her face but you know i would assume that like she's pulling at his hand right because she wants to scream and wail and cry right but you know Will can't let her do that right now. Yeah, it would look a
0: little weird if, it's an unusual reaction, you know? Like, yeah, like, okay, like, I guess theoretically you could be upset about the loss of any human life, but like, this is a, a, obviously a very, very personal reaction. And I would agree that it's suspicious for, you know, for kids mm-hmm. to be reacting that way.
1: Yes. The pin, Will, the pin is there still. I'm gonna get to it. <laughs>
0: and then there's this beautiful panel that like zooms out and you just see Will and Kim alone on the floor and like hunched over and you know Kim has fallen down and you see now that Will has fallen down with her Will is with her in her pain and he's his his being you know his arm around her is not just restraining her at this point but now it's turned to comforting as well and to being together with her in her pain Do you know what i just realized in this
2: panel mm-hmm
0: because it's raining and the ground is
2: wet, you can see the reflection of the moon.
1: Oh. Yeah, I was about to
3: mention that. Yes. Yeah.
2: And it's a full moon. It's a
3: full moon. Like- I don't care if so-and-if always say nothing is symbolic. This has to be symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good.
0: <sighs> yeah, we're, we're just... <laughs> thinking one would slip the sink in uh and then we have this image of like fire and then we have their two weapons lauren and kieran's weapon we have their knife and the pistol on the floor and it's reminiscent <sighs> of dylan's hat on the floor and it's like the same thing are they dead are they alive are they missing it's but the it's just shows that they are incapacitated for sure they're symbol of themselves of their autonomy of their agency of their capability to do anything it's gone it's on the floor it's defeated so we don't we don't think they're dead because they're the main characters of the story but it, yeah but it would be anyone discovering this stuff it's meant to make you think that they're dead
1: it's like a token of that it's all that's left of them mm-hmm. basically because you know explosions but yeah so that's the one thing I wonder, right? I think this is a good time to unpin the pit. So, like, well, actually, no, we'll unpin it at the end because that feels yeah. like more of an ending question. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I really want to unpin this pit, but not now. I have a she...
2: lot of thoughts about the sex scene. Oh, sorry, about... I didn't want oh, yeah, to no, cut no, you off. Yeah, yeah. You're good. No, I'm,
1: I, I'm good.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about what's about to happen. So, I really okay. want to, like, just. Oh, I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. Okay. So,
0: let's just finish the last panels and then we'll do all our discussion. So, we have it looks like it's coming through someone's the perspective of somebody lying on the ground their eyes are like barely open and we see it's a ton of fire and it's kind of hazy and then we see someone's hand in front of them right so it's like a person lying down on the floor and then we see it's blurry and we see these two legs coming and then it gets a little sharper and the legs are coming closer they're walking and they're in front of this person and then we see it's baby dylan right still in the same outfit that he was in in the atst it's and we hear a voice saying, Ren, and Dylan is leaning down to her, and presumably Lauren, and the voice says, Where are you going? And then we have uh, the vision gets blurry again, the eye, the eye hole you know, gets smaller, and then we have black. Okay, my
2: first thought, okay, first of all, actually, my first thought, like, you know, scrolling down, and I saw it was like, Love you too. And then CNC's the three, I was like, Oh shit, like, oh. <laughs> We're not going to find out what happens in the next, like, you know, next week. Okay. But basically my first thought when I saw this was like, first, I didn't realize that it wasn't a flashback, but then like, so I thought I was like, oh, this actually happened. But, you know, I still think like this actually happened because if you look at Dylan, you'll notice that his shirt is torn. And that is not a memory that Lauren, like, has seemingly had, right?
3: I mean, You can see, like, like, his whole clothes are dirty. Like, he's messed
2: up. Yeah. So if Lauren is hallucinating, like, completely hallucinating this from her imagination, why would she have his shirt torn? Like, in all of her previous hallucinations of him, or just visions of him, right? In her dreams or, or while she was unconscious in season one, like, his clothes have been intact but here he looks like you know a little grimy so like and you know a little torn himself so like is this your torn or is it just a tank top i can't tell i'm gonna I, say this is the a, a bit strange yeah. Right?
1: like yeah it's like a it's like a wife beater um no
2: but like in the close-up panel of him, it looks right, torn. It's, it's torn also, yeah. yeah. But
1: in the yeah. one that's far away, it looks like it's fine, you know? Like, yeah. So I'm like... strange. Yeah. I, but, like, also in the one where he's walking towards her, you can see the hat... Well, wait, it's Lauren, right? We see her mm-hmm. hand with her ripped glove, like, kind of blurry in the foreground. Yeah, the kind of, so we know her, it's like, It's like, yeah, it's her envisioning something, right? Yeah,
2: so I'm thinking, like, if Lauren is hallucinating this right now, why would she have him with a torn shirt unless this is something that did happen in her memory, right? Something very similar that this explosion triggered, right? And that's why she's seeing him with a torn shirt because she did actually see him with a torn shirt in a very explosive and burning uh, situation in the Allendale train station. So, like, and we know that someone pulled her out of the wreckage of Allendale but we never do but we haven't found out who so I'm like what if okay what if Dylan actually did get kidnapped right he was one of the car kids and there was a struggle right that's how we got his shirt torn but when he saw that like Allendale blew up he was like oh shoot I have to find Lauren and so you know whoever was trying to kidnap him and you know he was putting up some sort of fight he was like okay I'll go with you peacefully right just let me save um just let me save Lauren or just let me make sure that she's okay right and I don't know if that's just like my childhood love for a tangled coming up right now like where Rapunzel does that thing with Mother Gothel where she's like just let me save him and then I'll just go with you peacefully (laughs) and like but like you know what if What if that did happen? Like Dylan made a deal with whoever, with say who they're trying to kidnap him, and like you know, if it was Abel, right? He was like he goes, he tells Abel, like please let me make sure that she's okay because Abel knows who she is, and you know he wants her to be okay because he has a daughter of his own, right? Mm -hmm. So like Abel lets him make sure that she's okay, and Dylan um, being kid of his word like he goes back to them and he doesn't put up a fight but that's why his sure and so lauren actually did see this right she just forgot about it because of the trauma but
1: wasn't he was lauren, the one who
2: pulled her out
1: wasn't lauren like far away from the explosion though because the whole thing was mm-hmm. that she was like sitting on the corner like a few blocks over waiting for him to come back to like help her out but she was she went she ran in I she went yeah. in, but, like, she saw the explosion kind of happen, but she's still, like, on her feet, because the whole, remember, that panel of her, like, slowly yeah.
3: walking towards I mean, the- she is,
2: but, like, some, it has been, F did say that someone pulled her out of there. We just don't know who, and that is supposed to be a mystery. I
3: mean, I don't, I don't think know. that Lauren would just walk out, especially after, you know, seeing that she would probably, knowing her, would probably spend, if she could, just sit there and digging it to find but- a friend. With but we that see that her parents,
1: like her parents find her in the rubble and like pick her up right in one of the yeah. flashbacks mm-hmm. right so I always mm-hmm. just assumed like she walked back to the thing found his hat I was like crying just kind of fell on the floor holding the hat, crying and she just kind of stayed there, mm-hmm. like not being able to move until her parents found her and we can see that it's been some time because it was like dark. And it begins to rain, obviously, because, of course, it begins to rain off the explosion. But, like, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I always just assumed that she didn't really get hit by the explosion. She wasn't really injured. The only injury she had was her leg as well, which also maybe okay. that's part of why she couldn't walk. She began to, like, run on that that injured leg, and then that kind of messed up her her stuff. Who knows? But, yeah. yeah. I don't,
2: she, she wasn't part of the explosion, but she did go into the wreckage. Yes, yeah, she did. And someone apparently did pull her out, so... Um, I don't know uh, I like to think that they like I like to think that it was someone else who pulled her out and then her parents found her later on because they don't seem to really be like like present during the Allendale stuff because she was with Mr. Rosenthal Mm -hmm. So like I don't know how long it would have taken them to get there right Mm. someone at the scene
1: my interpretation of this was more of um I kind of hate this is my interpretation because it felt really corny but like you know edge of death kind of thing where are you going like it's like it's like oh you're gonna finally come with me because you know she thinks he's dead is he dead we don't know but then she's like begins to leave like almost leave him she's like and he's like where are you going almost I kind of got that as feeling like the implications that she's not going to die she's being saved so she will be saved by something or it's in the process of being saved by something my assumption is that either Kieran like I'm pretty sure it's Kieran he Got less affected by the bomb somehow. I mean, she's still alive, so they didn't get like that injured. But he's probably maybe dragging her through the tunnel. Or oh, I don't, know. I have an idea that they, that Kieran has like an ally in the tunnel, or like maybe it's Abel Sandman. Who knows? Yes, I yes, yes. He, you, could be you know why I Sandman. think it's
0: Sandman? Cause he calls her Ren. I think that Sandman is actually talking and Lauren is hallucinating and thinking that it's Dylan. But mm-hmm. I, the only other person who calls her Ren is Sandman. Yeah,
2: I w- yeah. I was thinking like, i was thinking like it could be sandman right because you know he knows that she would be at that factory right Mm -hmm. like if he like if he finds out however through the i don't know through the line or something he has his ways that you know loon's at the factory he might have gone there himself to investigate because he's like oh this might not go well i'm gonna go over and supervise because like we do know that he has followed her before right and so i low-key yeah and i low-key think that like Dylan approaching her like is something that she's seeing like out of her own vision right it's not it's not actually him but I think the sensation like in her mind it's being and, like someone leaning down and her kind of making out that form right it's her translating it in her brain to being Dylan but we yeah. know that Sandman and Dylan like do kind of look similar right. they have the same coloring you know for like more than a year or like I don't know about a year a lot of us were (laughs) like photographer is totally Dylan and then it wasn't Dylan so like they do like you know if you blur your vision enough then they look the same and you know Lauren's uh, vision is very blurred
1: they've established that well see that's the thing they're like establishing a motif and like so to justify decisions it just it works Uh, like of course she'd be hallucinating last she just lost a lot of blood and almost got blown up like so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I think Sandman is probably gonna get them both into the tunnels somehow. Um
2: Sandman also has the hat too. Mm. Yeah, so I was thinking like Sandman helps them.
3: Another yeah. idea. But someone my- else, someone else that's called Lauren Wren before is. I mean, one, her parents, but also <laughs> Dylan's dad.
4: Oh yeah, that's Mr. Paul. <laughs> oh oh I mean, shit.
3: boy. I suspect him of being the leader because or or an apostle up there somehow it just makes sense or the timing I could go into this for a while but like oh my god that's so true like
2: imagine like you know the next season right she wakes up and someone's talking and she doesn't and she and the voice is like really familiar but she can't put her finger on it and then like at the end of the episode right we get the reveal and it's mr rosenthal i mean it would
3: make so much sense like we never you know it's it's it hasn't been shown that he's an important character at all right mm-hmm. he's just there to deliver flowers but delivering flowers the place to hide a bomb under them like they're not going to check every single thing of flowers they bring in mm-hmm. and like especially know. if you're oh yeah especially oh, if he's
2: like the leader sorry i thought you were done <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, in the leader right you know i'm just saying they're friends if right? Kieran was saying that like he had something to do if he had like some deal with the leader or whatever like you know that's what he was going to tell her like you know i did this thing with the leader you know bitch in theory and uh yeah so like i've kind of been deceiving you the whole time about that so and you know the leader himself is probably aware of this factory right so like you know the leader could have sent someone to retrieve them mm.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I think my main thing—I've lost my thought. I hate my ADD brain, but um, the whole thing with them being pulled into the tunnels, right? Because then it's like, are they now considered like captured by the Phantom Sith? Because on the one hand, it'd be like already they're gonna get their identities blown already, but then on the other hand, it's like. So we have this explosion. Lune is missing, probably. They're not going to find Lauren and Kieran in the wreckage. They're not going to be there because we know about the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So, but then also Tristan's going to notice that his niece is not home. And then, her, oh, wait, her and her boyfriend are not in work. Hmm. I mean, I know well, we, we know that only Kim and Will know that Lauren and Kieran. They can do math. They're smart. They'll figure it out, probably, that Kieran was the other one helping them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But... I'm just wondering like Lauren and Kieran are just not going to be I don't I can't see Lauren and Kieran being immediately back into their old lives again they're going to be on like not around for a bit and I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's that's going to imply because the police are either going to think that Luna's dead and they got just blown up which oh. you know valid they've seen people get blown up before they might that might because if Loon is dead, like all that stuff, then the phantom side might also think Loon is dead as well. And then that can like, they don't need to go and find a bunch of dead bodies anymore to cover their tracks, which would be nice. Um, Wait. But they're also like, if they're in the tunnels, they're in phantom side stuff. So yeah. they need to recover. They need to find someone to patch them up. Lauren's lost a lot of blood. She might need a transfusion. You never know she needs medical treatment
0: Doctor friend the doctor
1: friend yeah that's what I figured but I I thought the doctor friend worked for the phantom side so I'm not sure but so yeah they need to get all of this done so I'm trying to figure out how they're going to do that maybe that's why Abel is going to help them like with his connections and stuff that he has within the organization or other people who want to defect or um Mm -hmm. I don't know something along those lines that's the only thing I can really see happening at this point because Lauren's not going to be able to explain a gunshot wound to her arm. Like something needs to happen, but it's like I feel like this is going to out her involvement in terms of like Tristan, Kim, Will, and everybody's having like one hundred percent confirmation. And then the police. Wait. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We all have
0: our. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Mindy, do you want to go first, or should I? Yeah, I guess I'll go first I don't mind. Okay. So I, I think Will and Kim are going to try to cover for for Loon because mm-hmm. A, they know that Lauren made up this excuse about them dating. So I think the, I think they will be able to figure out first that Kieran is probably the other half. And the fact that they've continually um, covered up, you know, like, oh, we don't know Loon's identity, we don't know Loon's identity. And throughout this whole arc, their identity has not been revealed. That makes me think that they're going to still try to cover up for, for Lauren and Kieran and not allow them to be known as Loon. So I don't know how they're going to manage it. Like I wrote on Discord, maybe they going to fake a note that they eloped, which is like a little ridiculous. It's only <laughs> Hawaii, but you know, like probably not, but I, I think they're going to try to try to do that. Um, I don't think their identities will be revealed to the APD yet.
2: I was thinking as Bundan was saying, uh, this is something I've just been thinking about, like for like the last, however long this episode's been out, two days. Like it's been in my mind. I fully believe that someone is going to pick up them. Is going to pick them up. If not both of them, then Lauren. Lauren is getting taken to a second location, which is not Uh, good. Like John Mulaney taught me one thing: and it is a second location.
3: Second location. I mean, like I I can just imagine Lauren being captured by the Phantom Scythe. Yeah. So, like, and that's how we could learn about
2: Mm
3: -hmm. more about Kieran, possibly even more about. The person who's trying to protect like through there and you know i'm not saying that i want it to happen by all means i don't want it to happen but also like this it unlocks the potential for lauren figuring out so much information through this
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah so i was
2: um, i was gonna say that like i have three suspects for who's gonna pick out lauren and maybe kieran uh in this like, it's either Sandman, as we were saying, a messenger, not the messenger we saw earlier, but a messenger. Or Belladonna. I was I, thinking
1: Bella. I was thinking Bella Yeah, too, I'm not going to lie. Those, I'm, those I'm, are I'm my saying, like,
2: yes. three and a half suspects because the messenger could go either way. Like, you know, if it's a messenger working for the leader or the messenger working for the apostle, if, if, if it's Bella or the messenger... Then I can see them only taking Lauren because you know Lauren is the one who's going to put up less of a fight. She's injured, right? Um, she's bleeding out. Like, you know, what's she going to do? Faint? <laughs> like, so like, you know, if they can only take one, right? Because if they come as one person, they can probably only carry one person too. So like, they're only going to take one person, and it's probably going to be Lauren because she's the weaker one. So like, they take her, right? And then they. Wherever they take her to, they're going to give her medical attention, right? Sandman probably, I would guess Sandman, like from his time working with the PS, has like some medical knowledge. So I, I've had the theory for a little bit by now, but like Lauren gets picked up by the PS and now maybe Sandman. And now, and then Kieran is left behind for the APD to find, right? So they don't have to worry about covering for Kieran right, they only have to worry about covering for Lauren, and so that gives Lauren time to learn more about the Phantom Scythe as well as the audience, right, we get to see, we spend more time with the inner workings of it, right, this is Miss and Jarabella, and then Kieran gets to develop as a character away from Lauren, right, with Kim and Will as they worked together to try and get uh, Lauren back,
1: I don't want to entertain the idea of them being separated because they just shared this like really deeply emotional moment. I would like for them to try to work through it together, but like, uh, okay. they probably could get separated, and think that would be Think
2: of the reunion!
1: I think know. No, the reunion. The I don't no, no, want
3: it. I want them to it, be together
0: though. forever.
3: <laughs> but the idea of Bella picking them up, like I don't think that she needs a redemption arc, but it would be such a great time. That to get more people on her side because I've yeah. seen people like, you know, disliking her for, you know, doing, like I've seen a lot of people disliking her which, and honestly, she's one of my favorite characters in Purple Hyacinth and in like almost any media that I've consumed. I just, she's, I know that she's got such a complex character and I love it. And I really hope that there's more chances for people to like, grow for her to grow on people a bit more. I don't think that she necessarily needs redemption because I don't like like she's probably considered a villain I don't think that every villain needs a redemption arc but I think that just getting the chance to get to know her more would mm-hmm. be amazing it
1: would be
3: good
1: yeah, yeah no I I like the idea of Belladonna having her own agenda that mm-hmm. runs parallel I love um like the enemy of my enemy is my friend like that type mm-hmm. of dynamic mm-hmm. is great and that leads to a lot of like you can still build up emotions but at the end of the day like she still has her goals like not be in the, her situation anymore so mm-hmm. that would yeah. be a really fun thing to see. I agree but I just I don't want them to be separated I don't want to yeah. to be captured I want them to be free and it, like like I don't know there's so many possibilities that yes. we're going to have to sit with for four months <laughs> or more i don't uh-huh. know I'm, I'm gonna i'm saying four months just because to like scale it in my brain but
2: mm-hmm. yeah so somebody uh, wait I they were okay mm-hmm. sorry findy you can go
0: okay so there are people saying on discord that they hope that this event will inspire bella to finally like, take action and i do think that's actually quite reasonable for the combination of Nera showing up in her life and this happening to kieran and I think it definitely would be a prompt for her to do something, you know, to say, okay, I'm throwing my lot in with you guys. I'm going to help you and whatever. And then also someone was saying that they think this might be a catalyst for Will to finally stand up against his father. And I can see that happening as well, because, you know, Will's the straight-laced guy, right? Will was like, oh, I'll turn him in. But if Will and Kim decide to cover up for Lauren and, and you know, not betray their friends, I think that that would be a this would be a sufficient reason for him to start really, you know, saying, okay, maybe I don't want to go along with what my dad wants for my life. And, you know, ah, that would be great to see.
1: Mm-hmm. So many possibilities.
2: Yeah. Uh. yeah, I was, you know, earlier how I said, like, I could see the leader sending someone to pick Luna up, right? Because, you know, the leader is aware that, uh, Oh, Vera Lloyd is working with A7 so in you know like if they hear that like the police are showing up at her factory he's gonna be like oh so that's where A7 has been keeping the nitro that he stole from me <laughs> like so you know he either sends his mess, one of his messengers right or he sends Bella and I think you know he- I would think that he would maybe send Bella we have seen that messengers could be on the field and I think like you know if one of his messengers like picks up Lauren and then she wakes up later and then she like panics because you know there's a messenger treating her wounds and it was like you know she can't tell the difference between messengers like you know last time she remembered there was a messenger who just came off a roof and she's she might think it's like you know the same messenger so that's how I would see that scenario scenario turning out and then something I like realized earlier was like what if that messenger is Dylan like not not the A7 messenger not messenger 7 because the right hand man like, messenger like i sorry
1: the right hand man messenger that we saw planning to beat this shit out of Kiru yeah uh,
2: i'm like maybe not that messenger we know there are several but like that is the next most relevant messenger so i'm mm-hmm. like
3: you know wait, if wait, it's wait, the so- messenger
2: wait if it's like you know if it's the messenger picking her up right and they're saying like Ren, where are you going? Like that's actually happening in real time. However, like it's also Dylan saying that to her in real time. Like, um, like I'm not one. I'm not big on the like Dylan is alive. Yeah, like, I'm like what? I'm like whatever happens happens. But now I'm like,
0: what if? I re- uh, I recall distinctly you bashing the Dylan is alive theory, but that was a long time ago. So I've come around on that too because I was like, yeah, eh, he's not alive, and now I'm like, also like. Who knows? I mean, I mean like,
2: like Lauren and Karen shouldn't like logistically, they probably shouldn't have survived the explosion, but they totally did. So I'm like, <laughs> anything could happen
1: at this point. But I'm a strong man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll try to explain that somehow. Like we we don't see what happens with the bomb. They could have yeeted the bomb and like gone the other way. Like we don't know, we haven't seen, which is the great thing with like visual storytelling. We only see it from the perspective of Kim out from the outside. We don't know what happened inside. So <laughs>
0: I I kind of assumed that they ducked into the tunnel and it gave them some protection from the bomb. Mm -hmm. I thought they, they, you know, they five seconds left threw the bomb dashed into the tunnel. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I assumed. Maybe even managed Mm -hmm. to close the door.
3: It Didn't look like a huge one. It didn't look like a very, you know, it didn't look like an actual, like, I think that most of that explosion that happened was like stray bottles of nitro catching. I don't think that it was actually the explosion. I mean, they said it was a time bomb. It doesn't, I don't think that it's actually that big. Like, if they were able to throw it and have a few seconds to run, I think that they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, you know, possibly unconscious. Like, you know, one of my favorite theories is um, Deaf Lauren.
4: Oh.
3: Yeah, that we'll would be been, really oh, interesting. It would be see. interesting. I can talk to some people, but like, Deaf Lauren would be interesting. And just, I think that they won't die from it. But I feel like, you know, they're, they're probably going to get bruised up, it'll probably knock them unconscious, but overall I think they'll be fine. yeah one and thing they're my characters, so
1: yeah <laughs> one thing I've been thinking of because I can't get this idea of them being separated and now out of my brain. If Kieran gets like taken in or whatever, and like Kim and will like cover it up for him, right because he his injuries are more like his, like bodily things he just take a couple days off and then he'll be like, "I'm good, right, like whatever because we can see that he can carry himself a lot better even when he's in extreme pain but does that mean that he will key Kim and Will into his identity because like think about it right so like if they find him they'll be like oh yo Kieran how are you so proficient with like knives and guns and you can do all of these things right and then Kieran might just be straight up like okay listen I have a fun story to tell I don't like I because they don't have Lauren so like See if he's lying or not but also they're trained officers but like we know kieran can lie like very easily so i don't know it's just it's a possibility now because we know they're going to find out eventually but mm-hmm. when
2: do they build up yeah. a relationship with yeah. him and
1: then they find out it's like yeah trail yeah but i think it's more untrue? later
2: i think mm-hmm. they'll be like suspicious of him but like they'll be like okay if kieran is lone how is he so good with all of these things even though he's like an archivist and you know an mm-hmm. English major, or whatever he was doing, right?
1: Maybe he'll just say that so like, he was in the Phantom site or something. I don't but, think he'll tell them.
2: Like, I think yeah. they'll like keep it more to themselves. Like, hmm, he kind of suss, but like, they won't push on it, right? Because they're like, mm-hmm. this guy's loon. He saved our lives back there. Okay, we'll yeah, no, like, that's we can find out another time. Like, mm-hmm. he, whatever Karen's dark, mysterious past it's something for another time yeah. he saved our lives he's not a threat to us
0: i also think story-wise that the the purple hyacinth reveal i think that's a very emotionally impactful thing and i think it will be saved for later when it actually has an emotional impact i think now is not yeah. the time like to have that particular drama play out uh this
1: kind
0: of <laughs>
2: oh,
1: sorry continue. Oh. i you okay um I was just gonna say like this kind of sucks because with season one's finale like the type of finale it was you can figure out at least in the short term exactly what would happen right it's like the fandom basically predicted all of episode 50 like in the months (laughs) leading up to it right this one is going to be so much worse because there's endless possibilities and there's not going to be a consensus really we can't (laughs) like we can't just like character. Character, our way out of like figuring it out, right? We it's gonna be mm-hmm. a long. it's Just gonna be, we're gonna Torturous. have to race. Some of them are gonna be right, maybe, but it's like we have to, we have to, we won't, we literally can't get any inkling until we see it, and that's gonna be torture.
0: I totally want to make a spreadsheet of like potential outcomes and then do like a checklist. How many of them? You know, for... I, would, I
1: would help you with uh, that. Like, yeah. I need so, to brush up my Excel skills. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna. <laughs>
2: Solis and I, she's been on this podcast a few times, Mm -hmm. we're planning a few like finale events and like hiatus events, you know, to get us through the hiatus. One of them will probably be the revamping of the PH season two theories doc. It was this massive doc, like 145 pages that was like a giant collab that people did. And so like, we're going to make one of those, but for season three and like, you know, anyone can you know anyone who wants to can edit it
0: oh i'll, I'll i want. well
2: i'll talk to so get all about our that. theories for season three in there <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah <sighs> uh on the belladonna theory again i think it's i want to say this earlier but um again i think like it's a good time for her to get that character development and i think just you know because we'll be able to see the lies between like that she tells lauren and um I think I want them to have development together and to have scenes together away from Kieran, because like, we've seen that Kieran is like a very important person in like both of their lives. Right. Kieran's an old, old friend in quotations of Bella. Right. And so like, I'm wondering, like I've had, I've been saying this for a while, but like Bella isn't really like, you know, First choice of people, like often they're only using her for something, right? And so I'm like, you know, what if that pattern extends to Kieran? So, like, would Bella be jealous of Lauren? Like, you know, because that would be a twist on like, you know, the love rival trope, right? You know, where there's like two people both competing for one guy, but like that wouldn't be the case. It would more be that, like, you know, Kieran is growing on Lauren, right? And he's he has a genuine friendship with Lauren, which is something that Bella wanted, but you know, because of the PS, right? Pitting them against one another, they've both. They both just antagonized each other to the point where they should have been able to sympathize for one another and you know have compassion for the other but you know now, now they don't and so I'm like would Bella be jealous about that
1: another layer to that because I know we're beginning to run out of time um is that like Lauren can now learn more about Kieran through someone who knew him back in the day so we get more mm-hmm. backstory about Kieran through Bella but then Kieran like by himself can kind of for more of his own relationships so that would be uh that could be nice but also I don't want it in a way I, want the, I don't want them to be separated but also uh it's but we don't know I don't want to invest in one theory because there's, it's endless possibilities and I don't want to set myself up to be disappointed in whatever it happens to be right so whatever we, like they've, they've planned it to the end I know so I know that in the end like every decision will make sense I have faith in that, so I'm just gonna have fun theorizing, but not like hop on one train and like die on that hill, you know. So gonna... you what know, I woke you want
2: to see? I kind of want to see like Lockie. I want to see their like faith tested in one another. Like I don't know what like Kieran or what Kieran, how like he would lose faith in Lauren, but like you know, if Lauren finds out about Hanbury or something like. You know, is there going to be something that makes Lauren lose faith in Kieran again? Or, like, I want to see it tested, right? To be like, can she still trust him even after having this information? Also, like, Hanbury hasn't been mentioned for like the entire season, and it makes me kind of sad. (laughs) Like, what happened at Hanbury? The Hanbury Massacre. But yeah, those are my very scattered thoughts
0: on what could happen next. Well, guys, it's been uh, like two and a half hours. I don't know if you guys see the sun is already
1: quite up. I was looking at yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I was so thinking lying. like
0: it's gonna be like really funny.
2: Like if you watch like if you like condense this podcast right like the film like into like I don't know like a minute I and perhaps. you just like see the sun rise behind you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah,
1: I will say. This is definitely the longest episode I've ever been on by far. I don't know if this is the longest episode that you guys have recorded though, but I will I say think, that this yeah. is probably one of my favorite episodes I've recorded with any of, of like, any of the episodes I've done. I think that we got had a mm-hmm. lot of great discussions and I, I really love bouncing things off of you guys because I think this episode oh was my God, just yes. really, really good. And this is yeah. such,
3: there's so much information in this episode and just there are so many things that we can you know, spiral off into because of what we think could have happened, you know. Um, <laughs> and
1: just even speaking, speaking of these things out loud, you realize things you didn't even think about, like, yeah, like,
2: it's like, just did...
1: like, with the tunnels, Yeah, I was like, I was gonna say,
2: like, I was like, I didn't even realize it. And I probably wouldn't have even realized it Your on my, like, theory. reread until you pointed it out. And I was like, I was like, man,
1: because I know nothing about the tunnels right not only did I not fast pass, but I was I haven't been really as involved now because of my schoolwork. so it's just like me being like oh they put the tunnels that's how they're gonna get out nice and like the the whole thing it's just
2: yeah and I was like oh my god I was freaking out like if you didn't point it out I probably wouldn't have noticed it for like months and then like veteran theory I like the other day I was really thinking like man I think it was actually earlier today I was like man I can't wait like you know Whenever season three is done, and people are gonna be like, or like you know, like in a day from now, people are gonna be like, "Do you really think Karen's gonna betray her, or has betrayed her?" Like after you know that moment that they had in the factory, and like, yeah, um, goodbye to that theory. Like I'm putting it to rest once and for all. But then Mindy brought up the whole like, "What if like he did something before they met and it affects her?" I was like, "Oh damn,
0: <laughs> y'all are it's really reviving Mindy's the theories." Onto I <laughs> And that reminds me. So speaking of the tarot cards, right? Because the betrayal theory comes from the tarot cards. We—I I don't remember who it was—but talks about. I think I did screenshot of it. The tarot, the whole thing with the tarot and the death card, where you know she goes. Hecate says, you know, oh, you'll they'll you'll die. You know, there'll be death, but it'll also be you know a new beginning and a rebirth. So this, I think, really does describe that moment because everyone thinks that they're dead, and it's the it allows them to have a new beginning. First of all, uh... obviously the relationship. And but also with like they're thinking the death as loon getting out of that dilemma although by the way i don't know what's gonna happen with kieran and the phantom sites because if he doesn't show up for duty they're like dude what happened to you like are, are you know are you are you Loon? so i'm curious to i
2: think yeah i think i don't know i think lauren is gonna get taken to the second location but i don't think kieran is i think he's getting left behind like i don't know i think that, personally i think it's better for his character because you know now that he's on that relationship with Lauren, it's on to Kim and Will and you know Lucas and Lila, because again, like he said, he doesn't, he doesn't feel like he belongs here. And so that's, you know, the story of his character. I think, you know, having more friends. And so it's not just trauma all the time, but for Lauren, it is trauma all the time. <laughs>
1: uh, this has been great. I love this. I um, can't wait for season three and I can't wait to, to record more. I know I'm signed up to record a bunch more for season two looking forward to those but I, I feel like this is yeah. a, this has been a great episode to do guys
3: no okay. there's so much this is yeah, a new favorite of mine there's just so much in here
2: I don't know I haven't seen many people like I've okay I don't think I've seen anyone talk about this but like at the like love you too panel soap of course is drinking her reader's tears yes but Ev is drinking the main character's blood
1: well, Lauren is ble- bleeding all over
3: the I mean, place. So. Yeah, I mean, like, like, damn,
2: and she's also she's handing down the toilet paper, which is a callback to last year. You know, everyone hanging off the night.
1: cliff.
3: Yep. I mean, she's a med student. It
1: makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, before we go, I would like to say the um, author's note, which I love personally. It's like, boy, Loon just, just got out of event. They sus. It's just ah, uh, the Among Us reference. Was so
3: I thought good. I thought we were over the uh, Lunar are the Loon or the imposter. I thought we were over the air of among us jokes, and I was entirely wrong.
2: Like uh, today, like oh my god, today we announced like the new P, the second PH week, Mm -hmm. and like you know, there's a video game day. Like that's one of the prompts, and now I'm like, is someone like who who fast passes? Because I don't think this episode's gonna be out by then. Like. Is someone who fast is gonna make like a Log Among Us thing, like, <laughs> and then call it like out of context fast pass?
1: Might wanna put that behind a uh, spoiler thing. But actually, no. Yeah. If they're participating in an event, they shouldn't put spoilers. Uh, that's the mod in me talking. <laughs> but yeah. Fun <Brendan>, and always <laughs> well, on the bug grind.
0: And you guys, this was amazing. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on. It was fantastic. Oh so satisfying it's beautiful so episode fun. and yeah and great amazing discussion as always
1: thank you for and, having me yeah. come last minute That's, I, this was not planned for me to be here so i really appreciate that you reached out and asked me to come here
0: yeah i mean i know you never fast pass so I'm, I'm quite happy to take opportunity of you know take advantage of the time that you do
1: i did being in season 3 episode 1 <laughs> i <I'm> will <gonna laughs> say that now on the record i would have oh, been yet yeah, cuz i'm not going to be able to do the fast passes from then on who knows maybe I'll add I'll
2: add you to, that to that the way. spreadsheet now. <laughs> like, okay, I know like this isn't the last podcast that we're ever gonna record, right? Because like, you know, we still have to like catch up on season up. three.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so not season three, um uh, season two, and then you know, there's gonna be like the season three, maybe season four stuff, but like thank you for letting me always be in like the new fast fast episode. <laughs> like it's sure. been great. I'm really I've loved recording these.
0: Oh. Me too. It really does. It gives me life. You know, it's like, you know, my husband, my husband was like, you know, are you up? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the podcast. And he's like, you know. And yeah, but I do it because I love it. I, I really do. So yeah, thank you so much. But I do want to head to sleep now. So for like yes. two hours. Please rest, Mindy. Get that rest. Please. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Thanks so Or good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much. Goodbye. <laughs> good morning, Mindy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tackles, Meg, Ann, Rose, Priya, Alex, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, Emilda, Shannon, Esther, and I'm watching you. Your support is truly appreciated.